Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Trek and Breakfast Club. Desi had y'all on. I don't know how long everybody was on with Desi. If y'all made it to the next day. How y'all love that? How y'all love that? I've been working. I love, but, hey, <laughs> but, hey, you see how I had to come over there? Come on now, Pop Pop. Hey. Man, man, they was making some been, connections in that been, room. Man, we've been making power moves all night. You heard? Okay, me? so what happened? What happened? Woo! We met this amazing guy, Drove. Shaylin pulled up on us. Oh what man! Connection. Woo! Man, I can't even name every Kevin. Kevin, yes. Adrian, man, we man, we we had some people in the room last night. Amazing connections. Amazing connections. Okay, I can't. Even, well. <laughs> We learned about uh, we learned about a um, a CDL school out in Dallas, a free CDL school out in Dallas. Um, man, let me see if Dro's in the room, bro. About to say that just that last, uh, I only heard five minutes of what Dro was talking about. I was like, man, that right there's amazing connections, and just to hear people connecting in a group to make stuff happen. I was like, man, this is awesome. Adrian was connecting, Jennifer was connecting, Desi was over there making it happen, you know. Cause he's like the plug. He's connecting everybody together. He is. He really is the plug, though. Cause when the thing about Desi, hold on, Sean. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bring him up in one moment. Um, the thing about Desi is that when he meets people, he actually and I'm kind of the same way. But we get on a phone with these people, and we like have actual conversation. Like, how can we help? How can you help us? How can we help you? What we need to do to bring stuff together? Uh, Cause that's kind of like what I had mentioned in that room. Um, the other night is thanks, Ron. Hey, Desi, mute, mute your mic real quick. Oh, I'm sorry. My- I was going to say, you could just tap it and mute it, Henry, too. Um, But I was like, we all had to start not just saying we want to network and work together, but actually doing it. Like, like everybody, and I understand, everybody's so focused on building generational wealth, want to leave businesses to their children and all that type of stuff. But you, it's, it's hard to do that when you only got two trucks and you can't make no power moves. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? So um, that was what I mentioned. So I love stuff like that. Hey, Bree, good morning. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Happy Friday. Hey, hey, Desi, how long last night? Because I got in there with you yesterday. You was in there all the way since then? Yeah, I've been in. I opened this room up at 12 o'clock last night. Jesus. I'm on my eighth of nine stops running around the city. Um, it's been an amazing night. Amazing oh, how's that run going? You think you're gonna keep doing it? I think so, man. I'm liking. I'm liking this. I'm liking it. I don't know. Now you said eight to nine. I I drove 110 miles just to give y'all some 110 miles at 22 dollars per mile. You do the math. Jesus. Whoa. <laughs> that sounds good. That is crazy. Well, I'm glad you got that. Um, ask them if they need some more truck. <laughs> um, when I tell yeah, you we're going to have more freight than what we know to do with. Man. You already, you already know the conversation we had earlier today, Kel. And, man, yeah. it's just been flowing like that all yesterday. not And, and through the night. <laughs> yeah, it's been crazy. flowing like that all, all yesterday and through the night. But let's welcome everybody to the Truck and Breakfast Club. As you know, we are here. Um, from nine to eleven every single day, um, uh, we talk all things trucking. We talk all things, really everything, from mindset to um. Yesterday we touched on, you know, speaking about are you uh, about that life? Are you about this entrepreneur life? It comes with a lot. 
Um, and it takes a different type of person, you know, to this on my key. Y'all, I thought I was tripping. I couldn't find my key. We was gonna have a problem. Uh, it takes a different type of person to to really do this entrepreneurship life. You know what I'm saying? Especially even those that are still working in, you know, working in corporate, have, you know, newborn babies or toddlers or whatever the case may be. It can be, it can be very strenuous. Um, so it's great to have a network of people like this that we can even just come together and talk about different things like that. You know, um, we also talked about a couple other things this week, but this today we will be discussing something that we actually have never discussed that is a huge thing um, in our community, especially as business owners, and that is going to be finances and credit. Um, but first, I want to let everybody introduce themselves. So go ahead, Henry. Good morning. I'm Henry out of Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina, small carrier, hub certified, and you know I use my media and marketing talents to grow my business. Good morning, Delena. She working that phone right now. Hey, what's going on, Lakeisha? Oh, y'all can hey, I'm here. My bad. No, My no, bad. no. Listen, I am Lakeisha, owner and operator of the Dispatch Hub, offering dispatching courses. This weekend is our last course. Y'all better tap, 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 tap in. Tap in. Also, I don't think that Kelsey has seen her inbox but i just received a message from a and e that want to do a reality show with me kelsey and four other women in the truck girl don't say that out yeah. loud girl you gotta something like that happy <laughs> no 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 just to be considered kelsey we ain't we ain't gotta jump in just to be considered i'm floored and i don't i don't blurt out i don't blurt out premature but just to be just to be in the number, in the number, in the number, and I had somebody do a fact check, a fact check. That's why I was silent, and it's real. Oh so, God, um, I, don't think, I don't think they want me on there. Me neither, girl. But I could be a because <laughs> we hood, we hood. You're so funny. Just kidding. That I mean, that would be fun, but. I was actually thinking about, well, I was speaking to somebody about doing something like that on Bravo um, previously, but once I sat and kind of prayed about it, I was like, am I too much of a private person to do do something like this? You know, because that's a whole nother ball game. But yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, y'all can navigate around that. Y'all ain't worried, you know. Yeah, that's crazy though. Desi D. Wade, that man been up all night. Come on, introduce yourself for those who don't know, for those who wasn't tipping on 18 in a room all night with you, like y'all was at the club. Yeah, I transitioned from play to work so easily, seamlessly transitioned from work to play. And um, just big, big shout out to the whole team, man. Things are manifesting in our lives, and I'm just, man, oh, I'm Pop Pop, you know, owner of um, D. Wade Logistics, you know. I'm an old school leader of these new school, man, game changers, man. I'm just so proud, man, and it's, it's manifesting in such powerful ways and things with us, man. I'm happy. But, Daisy, let me ask you this. You said you're on a low right now for 22, um, 22 per mile. So what, what was the transition between you being laid out on the couch yesterday to getting in your truck and being up all night? <laughs> <laughs> 
that was preparation. I was resting because I guess the universe knew I had something coming tonight that I didn't even know about. How did you even get the load? That's what I'm trying man. to figure out because you really was resting. The connections, the connections, man. Wow. Somebody, one of my connections called me and they were like, uh, hey, we got something. I, if you want it, here it is. I was like, wow, and so I, I really, I had already turned the load down, which I told Jennifer about uh-huh. um, earlier in the day. And um, they called me, and the broker actually called me, and he said, um, he explained, he said, man, we knew, we kind of desperate. He said, man, but what, what I want to offer to you is a, a long-term opportunity. Right here in the city, you know, 100, 150-mile radius. Man, I was like, um, he said, so if you like it, man, and we like you, it might be, you know, our first date might turn into a long term. So I was like, let me see. Because I always like to uh, get visibility on any new operation, you know, I take on for me and my guys. So in doing that, I got to see it firsthand. They can't bamboozle me with, you know, BS. I know yeah. what it is and it's yeah. real doable. Yeah, absolutely. Man. Wow, that's amazing. Let me know when they when they when they want some more church. You know we got you. If they want if they want twenty five thirty of them, you know we got you. That ain't you know we'll pull it all together. So that's dope though. Congratulations on that. That's huge. I mean that's huge. That's Big crazy. House. You know what I'm saying? So that's amazing. Um, Delena says she's back. So good morning, Miss Delena. Good morning, everyone. Yes, I'm back for just a few. Um, my name is Delena. And I'm the owner of Prestige Financial Services Group. I do tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping, um, as well as help with business formation and um, lots of other things. You can definitely just contact me if you need me. What's up, Bree? What's up, y'all? What's up? Happy Friday. How y'all doing? Um, it's Bree. I'm a freight broker, owner of Carter and Books Logistics, straight out of Atlanta. And um, it's Friday. It's the best best day of the week. <laughs> sure is the best day of the week. I used to think it was Friday, though, Brie, actually. Now that I say that. I used to think it was Friday, but now I think my favorite day of the week is Tuesday. I don't know why, but I know it's definitely not Monday or Wednesday. It's because <laughs> after that crazy Monday, you kind of get like a little, get a groove going on. Yeah. So you can kind of relax a little bit more. Maybe that's it. But yeah, but even like I just said, Wednesday's not my favorite either. I don't know what it is about Wednesdays, but my kids cut up like all the way up on Wednesdays. I don't know what it is. Um, but yeah, for those who don't know, my name is Kelsey. I am a small carrier out of Atlanta as well. Um, owner of Legacy Trucking Consulting, where we do compliance for trucking um, companies. We work with dispatchers, part of the dispatch hub. If y'all want to take a dispatch course, I don't have about 15 people texting me in my inbox talking about which dispatch course do you uh, recommend. The only dispatch course that I have ever actually sat on, been a part of, and now instruct on is the dispatch hub. And I actually... If there's people in this room that have taken the course here in a little bit, definitely come up and give a little bit about your testimony. You don't have to tell us necessarily where you are right now, but basically I want to let people know that it really is from the ground up. You know, it's not like it's we're, we're talking to you as if you know absolutely nothing 
about dispatching. That's the amazing part. Because um, a lot of people, although they have taken other courses, have come to us, Keisha, correct me if I'm wrong, have come to us and they're like, this one right here, this was the one. This really, really taught me something. You know, so if you were actually in the course, have taken the course, like I said, we're about to do a whole revamp for the whole dispatch hub. So definitely come up, let the people know, you know, they need to be in this course. Honestly, if you're trying to be a dispatcher, go ahead and invest in your education. Um, okay, so today's topic, we will be talking about finances and credit, something that I wish I um, had known a lot more about in getting into the industry because had I known that if I had a, you know, 720 credit score and a business um, that was um, doing semi-well and that, you know, MX would have pretty much gave me six figures to start um, to start a business and I wouldn't have had to pay my own money, you know, it would have possibly been a little bit better because um, a lot of people don't know the true startup cost of that it costs to start a trucking company like it can be very expensive and that's why a lot of people up here have mentioned you know there's different ways to get into trucking number one but speaking specifically from the which what would be the, the largest expense which is if you were to start a trucking company like get a truck all that jazz that's super expensive um henry did you play off credit or anything while you were starting your company or was it simply on your savings because we went simply on savings well, actually, I did. I did a mixture of both because um, what I, I was trying to prepare for was like the breakdowns. I know people talked about that. So at, at first I put in a little bit of cash. Um, I probably spent, you know, seven, eight K, you know, a little bit like that. And I played, you know, some of the cards a certain way, some of the credit that I have. It wasn't business credit. It was my personal credit. My credit and money was, um, you know, real good. So. And I didn't know about the Amex thing. I, w- I wish I'd have known your, your husband then. He probably could have helped me out with that as well. <laughs> but then, you know, as time went on, um, I think I told everybody about it, but I had that that huge hit that hit me when all my truck broke down in Florida. And it, you know, it killed, it killed most, you know, it killed a lot of the cash, you know, because it was like 27, it was about $27,000 that kind of went out in the air, you know. And then, you know, all the expected costs wait, with wait, the marketing. Wait, 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 What breakdown was $27,000? Yeah, well, it wasn't the actual breakdown. It was just all the stuff that went around the breakdown. The actual cost to fix the to fix the truck was only seventeen hundred dollars. But you know, going okay, so be- going between the two me- mechanics, you know, the two mechanics, and you know, having to get it towed from Florida to North Carolina, and then having to lease a truck, and you know, taking care of my driver during those you know four or five weeks while I was like going back and forth with people, you know, it was it was about you know it was a nice nice little loss that that happened there. But, so you know, why did you get it towed back instead of this? And this is a sidebar. I'm sorry, y'all, but I just wanted to know why. Man, why we had this conversation on here. You don't remember? <laughs> no, but I don't. I don't remember why you said you got it towed back instead of having it completed down in North Carolina. I mean, in Florida, if they had like a certified mechanic or something like that. So the fir- the first mechanic I went to was a certified mechanic, but they the way they uh-huh. was talking, it just sound it sounded shady because it was like, yeah, this part, oh, okay. this is going to be five six thousand dollars, and after we fix that, we'll let you know what else it is. You know, but, you know, you know, it just sounded weird. And then I took it to somebody else and they told me it was going to be $17,000. And then going back and forth with the warranty company, the warranty company kind of told me it was like, yo, these guys don't know what they're doing. I suggest you move your truck, you know, so it was just like a lot of stuff like that. So, and, and, you know, Tom definitely, you know, kills the banks, especially when you, you know, trying to make moves and stuff. So all that time just made a lot of money come out my wallet. 
Absolutely. Now, Delana, you are currently um, getting into the trucking industry, working on getting your trucks and different things like that. Um, what are you going credit or are you doing cash? I know you mentioned that you wanted to have a certain amount of liquid saved up, which I think is important. Um, which way are you leaning towards going? Um, well, I am leaning towards um, the lease purchase. So I'll be, you know, it'll be, you know, with my credit as well. Um, so with the two companies that I'm currently looking at, um, one, well, like I said, well, both of them, I just put a down payment and then I do my lease payments until it's um, completely paid off. But they'll still use my credit. Gotcha. Makes sense. Makes sense. Keisha, I think I already know the answer to this, but when you got into the industry in what, 2012, what did you all use for your, to get your um, equipment? My granddaddy, granddaddy, granddaddy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got had, a little family. You ain't had to talk today. We no, had on time out. <laughs> <laughs> we had no money, just a whole bunch of hope, whole bunch of hopes and dreams with a rich granddaddy, granddaddy, granddaddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you, um, Desi. What about you? I think I know the answer to this as well because we're kind of working on, you know, getting your uh, business credit and all that together now. But what did you use when you first got into the industry? Because you up to four. So, so what did you use to get those four trucks? He might be at another stop, possibly. And Bree, I know you. You, um, you was working on a, a lease type thing with your um, previous owner, but knowing what you know now, do you think you would go get a truck based on your credit or based on just do do a cash? Um, well, it's crazy because the last truck I had, um, I never, I never go through. It wasn't a credit way; it was really from a network. Um, trust somebody trusting me and me trusting them. So I don't really know if I recommend that for people. Um, but um, going the way I'm going about it now, I got a business partner, so we're just going to buy it out right. Yeah, I think that's good, too, because what that does is make it make you have less overhead. Um, just to break down for anybody who, for anyone who does not know, when it comes to getting in the trucking industry, I can speak from my experience and a little bit about what I know based on research as well. So when we went to get our truck, which I know, Henry, we've talked about this before. <laughs> when we went to get our truck, we used our credit as well. Um, we went to a company that was presented to us as a lease purchase. We didn't know anything about that, but we was completely green to the industry. And so we went, put forty five, put yeah, 4500 down on the truck. And the total of the truck, I want to say, was like 37000 something like that. It wasn't anything ridiculous, but it had that 7000 balloon payment on the end that a lot of people don't realize. <laughs> so in getting a truck, it's probably going to um, cost you anywhere in between like for nothing down, you know, at some places, which that's 100% like completely rare. But I do know some people that haven't had to put anything down on a truck. But there are some people who, especially investors, have to put up to 30% down on a truck. 
Now, what your credit can help you do, like I know Saint was mentioning the other night, and he could come up and explain that as well here in a little bit. What your credit can help you do is put that down payment down so then you can save your liquid capital for if something were to happen. Um, and so for us, I just want to, for us, I just want to like sum it up. It was about 27 for us to get in. Um, I know it's different for different people, but that is what we paid. <laughs> I'm still trying to get the special guests together, guys. He is never reading something. I don't know. But yeah, so um, what tips, I guess, do you all have just before we start about credit? Because I feel like a lot of myths are about to be debunked um what's your best advice as far as credit goes henry because i know you probably pay very close attention um as do i yeah i mean as far as like having good credit or how does it affect like your way getting in and again yeah how do you feel that it would have affected your business how has it affected your business now when you got into the situation where you had to um you know oh get- yeah yeah because oh, credit has helped us in nah. this no it it definitely has like see because credit affects like your insurance it affects like you know when you're buying a truck it affects when you're dealing with the you know the factoring companies and stuff like that so the credit helped me a lot because my credit was strong coming in so that helped me tremendously kind of getting through doors the thing that kind of just slowed me down was me not having a cdl that was the only reason why i had uh i went the lease purchase option as well like kelsey and that was the only reason you know i was having uh, I want to say difficulties, but I was trying to just buy one outright, but they wanted to hit mm-hmm. me with that, you know, the 30 to 45% because, you know, they knew I had no experience in the industry. So, but the credit but, definitely see, helps me and all those other things. That's my thing. And I would love to speak with somebody who sells trucks. I might call my lady over at um, select because that's my thing. It's like, oh, if I'm coming here to buy a truck outright, how are you going to say that I can't buy the truck outright and I still have to put 30 to 40% down? What I don't do you mean understand. you can't buy it outright? They told you that? Then you just, I'm just saying, didn't you just say they were still trying to hit you with the 30 to 40, but you were well, trying well, to that, buy well, it that's a, Well, I mean, that's where you finance. I wasn't trying to buy the truck outright. I was trying to finance it. So if I oh, said okay. that, I, I didn't mean to say it that way. Okay, I just meant like, I'm trying I'm trying to like, all right, cool. Let me do this. Like, like I was buying a car or something. Like, yeah. hey, I'm trying to put this money down. I'm going to give you five, no. $6,000 or whatever it is. Like, nah, they ain't trying to hear that. But I understand it, too. It's like, yo, this is kind of, they're they risking their money to whatever it is, the twenty-five dollars to $50,000, $100,000. Like, yo, this guy don't know what he's doing. And this industry is an 80 to 90% fail rate. And yeah. we're going to give this loan out. So, yeah, I, I don't want to put all my money out there. You just got to come up with a little bit more bread. So it I, I get it. so hard to get a loan for a truck. Yeah, like, I definitely get it. so difficult. And I, I think, too, um, maybe having, like, people on your company that have experience, I think that yeah. kind of helps, too, because I, I did that with the with the insurance. Like, hey, I got so this guy, and work? he got – so the insurance, I, I, the guy kind of helped me out. He kind of uh, worded things in a way to make it a little little bit cheaper for me on the insurance, so that was good. And then I my driver, well, he, you know, a friend of mine that I had had as a driver, you know, he had, like, 30 years' experience. So I was, like, trying to use those things to help with, the, like, the experience of the company. Gotcha. They still try to they still try to put it on the owner because it was like, man, you don't drive. Like, no, nah, I don't drive. That's not my job. They drive, you know. Like, and I'm just trying <laughs> to manipulate that, you know. Right. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. Here we go ahead and reset the room real, real quick. Of course, of course. You're now tuned into the Truck and Breakfast Club, and today we're talking about breaking the generation, you know, generational curse breakers. And um, actually, we're going to be speaking about credit. 
waiting for the special guests to come up. Um, make sure, uh, well, we're going to turn on hand raising, I guess, a little bit after the, the guest speaks a little bit. <laughs> and then um, when you come up, make sure you're muted. Um, you respect us. We're going to respect you. Uh, we are being recorded. If you feel a little weird about that, you go ahead and hit us on the DMs and we'll say those questions for you. And uh, we definitely like to keep it conversational, but at the same time, want you to keep it brief and, you know, be brilliant and then you could be gone. So uh, how's it going, Kelsey? Is he ready? Yeah, he's ready. <laughs> he sounds crazy. Yes, um, I'm inviting him up to speak now. I just wanted to introduce him a little bit for those who don't know. Um, Delana, um, you know, she has some things that she had to do today. Well, she's a, she does credit education as well, um, as does the person that I'm invited up, which is my husband. Um, and the reason I titled the room Generational Curse Breakers, that's actually the name of his credit enhancement company. Um, he focuses a lot on education, not just getting your score better, but um, showing you how, not showing you how he's getting it better, but breaking it down to you to, you know, to prevent um, future things from happening. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people just do the generic stuff. Um, he goes a little bit deeper, explains to you why a certain law to fight that, you know, this, that, and the third, um, just so everyone knows from a t- personal testimony. When I first met him, <laughs> y'all might be like, what the hell? <laughs> My credit. Cause I didn't, I was completely uneducated on credit guys. This is, this is, if we, this is going to be one of the most important conversations that we had on this platform, honestly, but my credit was like right over 500, maybe like, right over 500 because I had things on there that I didn't even know was affecting me because I didn't know how credit even worked. I was completely uneducated. Um, and now, I mean, with my credit, I was able to purchase a home. I was able to go to a dealership, get a car right off the showroom floor. You know what I'm saying? I was able to, um, get things removed that completely should not be there that enhance my score and different things like that. And it's all because of him. And it's important so, that you said that because it's, it's okay to yes. be, you know, any just start wherever you are. Because I started late exactly. as well. I had a bunch of stuff on there I didn't know about. Just start from where you yeah. are. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Run your race. Yeah, that's super important. Um, so I wanted him to come on here today and touch on credit. And it's not just about business credit, but um, what a lot of people, a lot of people build their business credit up a certain way, which is important as well. But a lot of people don't know that if you have a great personal credit score, you can PG. <laughs> you can PG some different things to make your credit get even more liquid capital and it can only enhance your business. There's a lot you can do with your credit that people don't know. So, hey, day one. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? <laughs> doing good, doing good. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing hey, well, I got on the mic when he was about to rap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did, right? I was thinking that. Like, he got a new mixtape coming up, out. What's up, what's up, Don't do him. I can put the beat on for you if you want, you know, like. Turn my headphones up. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, you already know how this works. Um, mm-hmm. I prepped him, but I didn't prep him. But I did tell him, you know, we're going to ask him a couple of questions. Uh, whenever we do turn on hand raising, I do just want to make the um, announcement. I wouldn't devote, I wouldn't ask too many, like, direct personal questions just because um, this isn't a consultation. Um, but we still... <laughs> We still can answer a couple of different things. So I wanted to ask you, Dave, um, what made you, because I know when you and I first met, you were checking your credit score and I wasn't. And I was mm-hmm. wondering, what are you doing with your credit score and why are you always on top of it? Because you already was like almost at 700, if not over. 
Um, what made you get like what made you be so on top of your credit? Um, honestly, I, I can't give you a specific answer. Uh I, I really don't know. Um my first So was it card- your ex girlfriend? Yeah, so I'm about to break that down. So I got my first credit card once I graduated um, out of college. <clears throat> my ex, she gave me a Capital One card. And I I think my first limit was, what, $300? And I was like, cool, free money. I don't know what I'm doing with it, but oh, well. And I just remember that she always said that. Make sure you pay your payments on time. Um, and I was like, all right, cool. Um, so <clears throat> for, fast forward to like six months, eight months later, um, my brother, um, which he was always into uh, real estate and being an entrepreneur, even though he hadn't had a business, but he just always wanted to have his own business. He was telling me, you know, I'm saying we're going to get into real estate. We got to get our credit done, get our credit rights to get into real estate. He always used to say that. And so then it was kind of like subconsciously I was aware of my my own credit. So that what made me check my credit um, from time to time to make sure uh, how it is. And then once I tell my mother, hey, my credit score is almost a 700, she should be real excited. Um, but I wasn't really into it like that. Um, <clears throat> then once um, I met Kelsey and we moved down to Georgia um, and I got into real estate, then I started to be aware of credit a little bit more. Uh, because, you know, I was trying to do fix and flips and all that stuff, but I did a couple of wholesale deals. And uh, <clears throat> I was studying credit, and I had went to a seminar with, I forgot the name of the seminar, Dan Merrill or uh, something like that. Oh, just kidding. Dan <laughs> Merrill, and then they was talking about credit there, and they wanted somebody to max out their credit card, $50,000 to get in their program or whatever. I'm like, that's crazy. I mean, that's like, that's stupid. They had people literally calling their credit card company asking for a $50,000 limit or increase so they could get into his program. Wow. Uh, if that ain't yeah. predatory. Man, exactly. it was crazy. And y'all, when I tell y'all, when we went to this, this was when a couple months after we moved to Atlanta, I was pregnant as heck. And we was in there. Everybody was in there in business suits. We was in there in what, babe? Sweatpants, sweatpants, sitting on the front t-shirts. row taking notes and we were like 50 the, i think the beginning one started at what like thirty thousand or something like that and we looked at each other like we just able to get a damn apartment <laughs> no at that time we still didn't have a place to live and we, we still was yeah, we okay was okay home. yeah because i'm about to say if, if you gave up fifty thousand dollars you can actually go buy a house but so all right exactly. so, so 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 i can understand because i know kelsey you understand the whole side because you was living it so y'all y'all right. y'all, moved, y'all got to georgia Y'all don't have mm-hmm. no place. Y'all just got an apartment, and now you're looking at somebody telling you they want they want you to max out your credit card for fifty thousand dollars. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. So what, what, so what happened next? What y'all tell them? Hell oh, no. We, 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 no we, we, yeah, we, we left. We left. We left. We got in the car. We was like, like, because you know their pitches, their pitch was 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 pretty good. I'm like, oh, yeah, man, we could do this because I was really heavy into real estate. Like, I really wanted to do real estate bad. Mm-hmm. And how, how many deals before did you do before you even go, go went to that None. workshop? None. Oh, okay, gotcha, None. gotcha. Okay, because you None. said you did some wholesale deals. That's why I thought that you did some. Yeah, that, okay. yeah that, was, that was a little bit afterwards. Okay, that gotcha, gotcha. Bad. Clarity's power, cool. But, but they want, I just want, so to sum it up, that's when you really started thinking about credit because once you started putting two and two together, we started mm-hmm. to realize you have to, and then that's when we met, um, 
I don't want to steal your shine, but that's when we met <laughs> with, you know, some African-American people and got into their real estate club. And they were always mm-hmm. at that time, tell us that cash is king, but they will also tell us like they has always been a firm believer from what they taught us that like, you know, one of you always has to have top notch, 100% clean credit, right. like yeah. nothing on your credit report. Just in case something happens, you always have one person to fall back on, you know, put the house in that person's name, put the cars in that person's name mm-hmm. because the other person credit, you should be able to play with a little bit. Yeah. Fast forward is now been about four years, almost five years since that, um, since we Three. went to that very first seminar Three and years. But now you look at no four years. Sonny's four. Okay. Oh, man. But now you look at credit completely <laughs> different, right? Yeah, I look I look at credit completely different because uh, after I was into real estate and dealing with those people, um, then I got into then we got into trucking and trucking is what really made me really hone into to credit because I was like, okay, um, we need capital. We need capital. We need to get more trucks. Um. And, and y'all know maintenance can be a pain in the pain in the butt. Um, so I was like, okay, we, we need to find some capital, residual income, and then that's when I really started honing in on credit. Um, and once I once I understand and learn the credit size, it opened up my eyes to how much our life is credit. Um, literally everything we do, every decision we make, um, when it comes to financial decisions. Everything, everything is credit. Like credit revolves around us. Break that down a little bit. As far as, um, you know, getting houses, cars, all the corporations that we walk into, um, even if you get a ticket uh, from a cop, that's all that stuff revolves around credit. Um, because when the cop gives you a ticket, they pull in your credit card. And you're probably asking me, how is that even possible? Well, the definition of credit card in the in the, in the in the laws, what Congress wrote that says credit card means any card and plate. So any card that you have in your wallet is a credit card. So in this case, we're talking about a social security card. That is a credit card. Any plate, the only plate that you can really think of is your license plates. So when a cop pulled behind you, give you a ticket for whatever, let's say a speeder ticket, he just pulled your credit card, which is your license plate. Now he gave you, um, he gave you a ticket that you have to pay. Now he's a debt collector because under the law, under 15 U.S.C. 1692E, no, which is false and misleading information, no debt collector cannot wear a badge or a uniform. So when that cop gives you a ticket, he just violated your consumer rights. Now you can take him, take him to court and sue him, do a civil, uh, civil suit because that's false and misleading representation. A cop cannot give you a speeder ticket because he gave you a ticket to collect a debt. So, okay. <clears throat> but so that's what I'm saying. Like credit is, is your life. Everything is credit. So explain the part where if you look on all of your government issued information, everything is in capital letters. Why is that? <clears throat> so if you ever look at your license, uh, your social security, if you look at your bank statements, your utility bill, you you look at all that stuff, your your um your credit card um statements, your name is in capital letters. The reason why it's in capital letters is because they're pulling your social security. They're they're pulling your social security and your social security is a corporation in itself. It's an organization. That is separate from you, the natural person, which is the consumer. 
So your corporation or your organization cannot speak. You're, you're, that is um, a minor. So you as a natural person is the legal guardian of your social security. So yeah. what? Are, oh, sorry. I thought you was done. Sorry. Yeah. I wanted to say, I wanted to ask something. So they want, I knew this because I have friends that are seven percenters mm-hmm. and they don't, you know, they, they told me about, you know, why they can drive around and not get a ticket and not have a license and not claim their social. So does mm-hmm. that kind of work the same way? Like, yeah. You know, I know someone that, that went to court. It was like, my kids don't need socials. I don't yeah. need a social. Okay. All right. I'm yeah. on to it. Yeah. But you, so but you just got to make sure you understand the whole gambit of that because you, yeah, exactly. you can definitely uh, run yourself in the well. ditch if you don't understand that stuff. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he told me, too. He was, he's deep in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're trying yeah. to be a sovereign like, and all yeah. that stuff. That's like a whole. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think that's semi what he's touching on. But mostly he's in his perspective coming from right now. We're people who believe in. I don't want to say believe in the credit, but we are credit like uh looking at our credit scores we try to use our credit to our advantage so that's where he's coming from as far as like you know there's just he's just giving examples of different laws that can happen that we don't know about as people that really shouldn't be happening to us and how to avoid them or take care of the situation no i wanted to to ask you um what is the difference now by how because you've been doing You've been doing credit repair before you was even doing credit repair, honestly. Um, So what is the difference in how you do it now? And then I want to ask you kind of um, what are some things that people can do, like, as business owners to begin building their credit? And um, what is, the like, one of the ways that you recommend to do certain things like that? But how do you do credit different than how you used to look at it? Um. So before I used to just try to, I even got a book and I was searching online, you know, just sending regular 609 letters. Um, Those templates and those regular 609 letters that you get off of online or whatever, they don't work. Um, Because if you think about it, everybody is getting those same 609 letters and those templates. So when you send it, it don't work because when you send it in, who's looking at it? So when you send it in to the to the to the credit bureaus, everything is computer generated. Nothing there's no manual person that's looking at these letters. Everything is computer generated. So when they scan in these letters and they see the same templates over and over and over, um, they basically gonna throw those on the back burners because they know um you know everybody's basically just sending in the same stuff and trying to trying to see if it works or whatever. Um it it just it just don't work. You have to make it real personalized. So since I've been diving into it now, I make all my letters personalized to that person. So whatever situation that happened on each account, I make it personalized. And how I really get them is I throw the laws in there because they cannot avoid the laws. If you try to just had a call, if you try to avoid the laws, um, then that's a violation. You can sue the creditors and the credit bureaus. So I, I hit them with at least four to five laws in each uh, for each account, and they you can't you can't bypass that because it's the law. If you don't abide by the law, then your company and you're at jeopardy of losing your job or going out of business because you're. So what are some what are some things that you can? Because um, typically, whenever you're sending in things that you could get off your credit, it will be like. 
um, incorrect addresses, incorrect employers. What specific things are the laws attacking? Like, give me an example of something you like a car or something like that. That um, you could attack with the laws. Okay, so if you if you have a let's start off with a, okay, let's let's do a car. I'm gonna give you a, a real good gym right real quick. Um, if you have an auto car, an auto loan, and let's say you want to go purchase this car, <clears throat> and you get in the finance, and they make you put down a down payment. Okay, first of all, if you ever put down cash for uh, for an auto loan. That's a violation of your consumer rights because it's a finance charge. No cash should be involved in a finance charge. It's a credit transaction. That's a violation. Um, and also, if they make you um, have to go get your outside insurance, um, that's a violation because your insurance premium is supposed to be included into your finance charge. So you should be able to walk out and they're supposed to provide you the insurance. Um, you just pick the company and they put it inside of your auto contract. And if they don't do that and you have to go outside and go get state farm progressive, whoever you choose, that's another violation. So the law that you can use for that, you could go under, uh, which one is it? I can't remember off the top of my head right now, but <clears throat> yeah, it's trust me. It's a lot. So what you can do is I'm about to you, say we ain't going to check you because you, you talking about them nine seven rules seven to, I, I, I wouldn't <laughs> check it anyway so it's okay yeah it's, it's a lot of them so what you can do is you could draw up alpha David and you have your contract and you circle your exhibit A which is the finance charge and then you write line from line what what exactly did they violate how did they um, violate you as a consumer a consumer and then you tell them. Um, that you had to put down, you show them on a contract that you had to put down cash for a down payment for this fine, uh, for the vehicle. And in the contract, it would say uh, something about insurance, total insurance, optional insurance and stuff. All that stuff would say N-A, N-A, N-A. Um, so that's another violation because your insurance is supposed to be provided into your finance charge, which is the sum of all charges. So when you send in this affidavit to that company, um, for a little um, civil suit, now they have to respond line by line. And they can't, now you're trapping them because it's in the contract and you have proof. So since you have proof now, by law, they owe you double the amount of your finance charge. Hold up. Did y'all just so, get a car and just like got double the money back? Is that what y'all saying? Literally. <laughs> like you, 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 if you just got a car and you had to put down that you had to put down cash and you didn't get insurance and you have your contract and whatever your finance charge of that car, let's just say so your interest. Oh, um, let's say your finance charge is ten thousand dollars, right? Now they owe you double the of your finance charge by law. Oh, oh so, the interest. Okay, okay. So, so have have so, you have you been able to manipulate that yet? Yes. Oh, and man. I'm actually and I'm I, go and get now a car I'm actually, so I can do that. I'm now I'm actually doing it uh for ourselves and my mother. Um, where we're getting our alpha David drawn up and, and everything. So they owe you double the finance charge and they now you can you can tell them exactly what you want them to do. They have to send you your title and you get to keep the possession of your vehicle or your property by law. They cannot take it because they already violated you. Mm-hmm. So you get to keep your car, they send you your title, get it wiped off your credit report, and now you don't have to make no payment on that car that you just bought. Because they violated your consumer rights, so it's a lot <laughs> more. What, yeah. It's a lot more than just 
repairing somebody's credit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I, because I, I, I'm, I dive into the law, and that's why I said your credit is your life. So I help and I educate all my clients on everything when they go through my program. Okay, I got a question, and it has something to do with the car they want. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when I was searching for uh, on my Lexus, um, I was told not to go to the Lexus dealership. And I was like, why should I not go to the Lexus dealership? And they told me, well, this is, it, it wasn't Frank, it was just the one in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. How about that? And they told me because they were under investigation for the same thing you just said. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, so and the- I went to CarMax, and it's weird because you're saying this, and I remember. The guy told me, and he he did credit repair too. Mm-hmm. He said, when you go into CarMax, CarMax you're going to tell them when you sit down, I'm not putting money down. Mm-hmm. And so when we when I, the, the car that I picked out was at Lexus for maybe 10000 more, but at CarMax, you know, for for like, for less. But then when he drawed up the um, stuff, I was paying the same at Lexus. Then I called him up there, and I don't know what he told them, but I got the I got the price that it was when I first when it was first listed. So I yep. became intrigued, and I was like, "Well, what happened?" And he never told me what happened. So I'm like, "Okay," but now that you're explaining it, I kind of understand. Yeah, um, these these car dealerships they they are crooked. Well, all these corporations are crooked. They they just money hungry. They want money, and if you don't know how to properly go get a car and know your rights and know what you're supposed to be charged, um, they're going to take advantage of what you don't know. And if you don't know, it's just going to seem so so smooth because they're going to be well, they, you got to they're going to charge you this. Well, this is supposed to be added, and this is supposed to be added. But if you don't know, then you can't rebuttal off of that. You can't dispute that with them on face to face when they drawing up your contract and getting ready uh, for you to walk out or drive off the lot. They're going to take advantage of you. They're going to take advantage of you. And if you don't know, then you don't know. So yeah, that's, there's that's, some there's some slickery bastards. Mm-hmm. I say that <laughs> their wordplay <laughs> is phenomenal because they don't so much tell you you need to put money down. They just say, "Are you able to?" Like. They, the wordplay is ridiculous. Exactly. But you know, I'm the, uh, after you, your mama, Kelsey, and you, you know, I was next. So I know you're going to get blown up. But I was next. They got to wait. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 so it's they, pretty wild. I just want you to reiterate because I did turn on hand raising everybody just so you know you can come up and ask questions regarding anything credit, not just what we're talking about, but, um, you know, any questions that you might have, any certain situations, anything like that. But, I wanted you to reiterate the fact that most people think that like credit is not our friend, but it's really the credit bureaus who are third party, the actual credit repair, uh, FCRA, you can elaborate, but it was built for us essentially. Yeah. So not, not essentially the, the credit bureaus, they was not, they, they are, our Congress, they called them an elaborate mechanism. Um, and they don't they don't even classify them as a, a credit bureau. They call them a elaborate mechanism because they just assume the role. They're not governmentally owned. They just assume the role. So pretty much that means anybody in here can start 
um, my credit reporting business and start re housing people's uh, information and giving them a credit score. Now, it's not only three. There's like hundreds of credit reporting um, businesses out there, but TransUnion, Equifax, and Experience are just the, the main three. They've been there the longest and they're more prominent. So there's a lot of them out there. Um, uh, what, was, what was the second part of the question? I, I don't know, but that was a good explanation. We got some people that want to ask you some questions. Okay. All right. Um, hey, Shante, how are you? Welcome back. I'm good. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, so I have a question. So I was watching Kelsey's live. Oh, wait, my connection. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, you're fine. Yes. I'm sorry, it's storming here. Um, so I was watching Kelsey's live the other day and you kind of touched on a topic about student loans being paid through your social security. Uh oh, mm -hmm. here we go, Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, uh that's that's it's all a scam. Everything is paid for. So um before when I said what is what is your credit card? Your credit card is your social security. They pull in money from the Federal Reserves and so when these when these creditors when they use their social security they're getting paid four ways um they're getting paid and they pull the money out from the federal reserve because you are the original creditor you're the one who's extending the credit um to the creditors to extend back to you so <clears throat> when they pull this money out and they're making you pay on this it's already paid for through the federal reserve they took the money out of there that's why they need your social security card because a social security card is a credit card. And that's why credit card under the, under the law is defined as any card. Um, so when it's already paid for now, you're just paying that company for something that's already paid for. And that's why. We, so when we see Joe Biden and, and um, well, when we see Joe Biden trying to get all student loan debts um, removed, well, a million, I forgot how, what was the amount, but he's right, trying to get all that forgiven. Yeah. Um, it's already it should be already forgiven if you know your laws then you should know that in a credit transaction and the finance charge all of this stuff is already paid for through your social security so you shouldn't have to pay on your student loans regardless okay, if you know explain, your explain that though they want because some, that might go over some people's head because your social security already has yeah it just went over mine the federal reserve that. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Your social security. That's why everybody have a social security card because they have millions of dollars in the federal reserve bank so whenever somebody um, runs your social security and you're trying to get products or services or whatever, um, it's paid for already through the Federal Reserve. They get in, and then these companies are getting insurance out on you. Um, yeah. They pull it's already money. It's already money on your social. Pretty yeah. Much. So so when yeah. they pull so when they pull your social security, they pulling money out, and now they're taking that money and they doing whatever they want with it. But they just charging you, acting like the banks or or the student loan company that they are loaning you money because technically they can't loan you money. They just extend money from, they pull it from, from elsewhere and extend it back to you. But if you know that you're the original creditor, you're giving them the right to extend you money back. So student loans, we, you shouldn't have to, um, especially if it went delinquent and all that stuff, you definitely could get that removed. Um, and if yeah. they make you pay on it, then we could hit them with the laws to be like, listen, I'm the original creditor. I don't need to pay on this and blase, blase. Um, we get that removed and then you won't have to pay on your student loans because it's already paid for through your social security card. If that makes sense. <laughs> that is crazy. I did not know that. Yeah. Did that I help just... you, Chante? Do you have any questions um, regarding that? 
It did. It kind of clear because once I heard y'all say that the other day, I started reading and kind of researching and trying to see. And so thank y'all for having the platform for this because I needed that follow up. Yes, no girl. Problem. You know, you no can problem. hit me. <laughs> hey, Miss Aisha, how are you? Good morning. Hey, good morning, family. How are y'all doing today? How are you? Doing very well. So glad uh, our black and brown people are talking about credit and um, the credit bureaus. Uh, I've been doing that, helping people correct their credit and getting money back for them when they've got the scam before and things of that nature. Good. Uh, for about 20 years, uh, I had one Discover card and somebody uh, got me and got another Discover card and um, they were charging stuff up and I quoted, you know, the federal laws like you're supposed to and I got both of those wiped out. I did that a few years ago. And, That's what I'm uh, talking about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And um, when I'm trying to talk to people in my family and they're afraid to pull their credit report and I told them, um, and it's true, there are about six errors on any given credit report. I had my sister's social security number on mine at one time a date of birth, not mine at one time. And of course I had to fight against that. I've had my business name stolen. I've had my DOT number stolen. And when I went to get a KYU number, everybody knows what that is. When you're going through Kentucky, you gotta have a KYU number. Uh oh, she might have got a phone yeah, call. Yeah, she man. Look, she'll be back in a minute. But that whole <laughs> still selling your MC and stuff. Are you back? Yeah. I don't think oh, she I thought, I thought she clicked back in, but man, I, I couldn't imagine somebody stealing my numbers. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah, I'd be hot. Yeah, uh, I had somebody calling trying to buy my numbers, which was interesting. I, I didn't understand that, but. What's crazy is this stuff, and this thing is the reason why it is so important. Uh, go ahead, Miss Aisha. You're okay. You can continue. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about the airport. It, it, my reception was crappy. Um, uh, the, the KYU number was already. Um, established in my company name and I've had my identity stolen twice. Someone bought a mobile home and a motorcycle with my information and I had to fight of course the three credit bureaus regarding that. But I do have a, a, a good um, a credit victory. Um, I was renting about six years ago. This management company Sorry. Yeah, you're, we might have to come back, Miss Aisha. Your service, your service keeps going on. This out. management company. I'm, I, I'm going back. It's okay. We'll come right back to you. We'll come back to you. Um, I wanted to mention though how she was mentioning people don't like to pull their credit. Like that is super duper important. Um, my mom's kind of like the same way. She's on top of it, but not as much as we are. But she just had somebody open some stuff up in her name, like last month like and ran up almost two thousand dollars and people in this oh, wow. day and age it's vital it's vital that you check check your credit and stay on top of that stuff because they are scamming out here how do you feel yeah. about like locking your credit up um I, I lock it up um if i know i'm about to do something with it um then i go and unfreeze it or or take the block off and, but and, I, I, and I, I guess uh, explain that to people too what that mean like what they got to do for that um, so it's it's real simple. You could just call the credit bureaus and say, "Listen, I want to place a freeze on my on my own consumer file," and or you could do it online. It's easy. They're gonna place a freeze on it. So when you place a freeze on your consumer file, that means nobody cannot open up anything in your name without that um with that freeze being on there. Because they're gonna be like, "Well, it's a it's a block, it's a freeze on here." So you have to go and call and take it off. 
Um, so that prevents any identity theft or anybody trying to open up anything. Because even when me and Kelsey, we went to go get our car, yeah. um, we had a freeze on ours and I forgot. And then they was trying to run our credit. And they was like, well, we can't get in your credit file because there's a freeze on it. You have to call up and unfreeze it, whatever. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, that is right. So we had to call up and, and get it unfrozen, take the block off. Um, but I suggest and I highly recommend everybody call up the credit bureaus and place a freeze on their consumer file. Because you never know because there's information floating around on the black web and people just getting your information left and right. People buy people's information when they see. I don't know how, but they buy other people's information off the dark web and all that stuff. So now it's a block on your consumer file. Now, so when you call these credit bureaus, like how easy is it to just like call and get these make these things happen for anybody who hasn't done it before? Um, it's very simple. Um, they're going to verify your identity. And then they're going to pretty much actually, well, I don't know now because now they, they are tripping because they don't want nobody speaking to somebody at these credit bureaus. Um, and they, they're doing a lot of um, shady stuff. Like they're changing their addresses. I have letters that's coming back because the, the credit, uh, their, the credit bureau's address, they haven't made it public, but they changed the address. But usually you could just call them up. They verify your identity. And you'll be like, you know what I'm saying? They'll ask you what you want to do or whatever. If you want to order your credit report. Nope, I just want to place a, a freeze on my, my consumer file. I want to place a, um, a block on my consumer file. Cool. They could do it. It's just a click of a button for them, and then that's it. It's nothing extenuous or, or long. You just call them up, and it probably takes less than five to ten minutes. To You're going to be a whole longer than you are with Talk actually. To them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Oh, Daywan, I wanted you. I, I forgot to tell you this, but I wanted you to hear how Saint managed to get his trucks <laughs> when he first got started. Good morning, Saint. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, family? Nothing. What up, bro? Chilling. Man, my mother gonna be upset with this one. She hit me out there. Uh, I told her Wednesday. Was like, why are you telling people all that? <laughs> uh, oh, she was mad. Huh? She was mad. <laughs> man, she be teasing. She be teasing, man. Uh, first though, yo, Daywan, appreciate you, bro. You up here dropping a lot of gems, man. As a community, we gotta cover you, cause uh the government gonna be after you. You, you, you telling too much, man. Hey, hey, they gonna, they gonna, yeah, we gotta cover, we gotta people, cover you like the shit with Doctor CB, man. You up here, yeah, yeah, cause that that whole getting your your title back by itself was like, oh, I, I can I can just get the title, I can get that the interest money too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you, you get it back. And it's, and the fact that you're covered by the law hey, is nothing yeah. illegal and they, nothing they can do about it. And until they change the law, I'm going to keep repeating this process over and over. And Send them an invoice. I'm going to weaponize day one, man. You coming with me everywhere, bro. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. You got um, a question? Thanks. Uh, not too much, but uh, I just want to say that. And I also want to expound on what you just said. Um, okay. They want one of the things that... Uh, that we consider ourselves to be a bit of a strategist. I don't have perfect credit. Um, but uh, my mother's in real estate. I dabble in real estate, but, you know, I'm mostly in trucking. And one of the, the strategies that we had used was using two credit cards to uh, play against one another and pulling the funds off of one card and um, using the other card to kind of bounce back and forth between statement dates to pay the card off and to pay, mm-hmm. the other one, pay the other one off that way. Uh, it doesn't your your credit utilization never goes up when you actually pulling um, pulling all of the funds off of one. 
that's 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 huge and i hope everybody just paid attention and really caught on to what he just said now we we need an explanation how in the world do you do that like explain that <laughs> so the the layman can understand what he just said um i'm gonna go ahead and give it to him Carson. um so this is <laughs> this is one way how you hide your utilization so people when i, I advertise and like i could teach people how to hide their utilization the credit card utilization so how you can do it is, like he said, you have two credit cards. Um, and let's say you liquidated one of your credit cards and you turned it into cash. And how you hide your utilization is you have another credit card that can make up for the balance that you took off the first credit card. So you will liquidate. Uh, okay, let me, let, me, let me go back. Use the first credit card, you liquidate it, turn it into cash, and then you can put it into any investment property or business or anything like that. Now you have your second credit card, you liquidate that one. Before the first payment, before that payment come on the first credit card, you take the money off the second credit card and you pay the first credit card off. Um, but you, your credit cards have to have two separate payment dates, typically two weeks apart. Yes, yeah, so you put one credit card um, payment date at the 7th and you'll put the second one at like the 21st or something like that or the 24th. And then when it's time to pay off that first credit card, the money that you took off originally, you liquidate your second credit card and you pay off the first credit card. And then you just keep repeating that process over and over. And then when it's time to pay that second credit card date, you liquidate the first credit card and then you pay off the uh, the second credit card. And then you just keep repeating that process over and over and over mm-hmm. while you letting the money that you originally took off the first credit card um, start that business, flip that property, or, or whatever the case may be. And then when that, when that ROI come back, now you can pay off the first credit card and now you're much more profitable. Um, you never touched none of your money out of your pocket. Um, you didn't go to a bank to get a loan um, or nothing like that. You use, you leverage your credit to fund your business. That's, that's, that's like the, the best part where he just said, like he literally leveraged his credit to fund his business. Now, if you got great credit, now I can show you how to get high limit credit cards, 20, 25,000. And then I can show you how you do your manufacturer spending on your credit cards to increase your limits. And now you can liquidate a lot more than, um, like if you got a $70,000 credit card, now you can liquidate 50,000 and you can pretty much do whatever you want. And you can do the same thing with business credit also. So what he just said right there was a major thing. Yo, these techs, you are tripping. A major Now, wait, well, hold up. Now, which, what you're doing at, how does the insurance work out? Is I mean, not the insurance, the interest. Are you able to pay it off just before the interest hits so you're not really owing anything? Yeah, it ain't going to be no interest because you're paying it all off before. You're going to pay it off before that due date. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Bars. <laughs> all right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Bars. Um, yeah, you pay, you paying it all off before the due date, so you're not paying no interest. Um, and that's that's how you that's how you leverage your credit. It's like it's just little simple stuff like that. Like our community, our people, we just don't know. Even you know if you saying? have even if you have two credit cards with like thirty five hundred on each of them, you can use that for all of your daily spending, all of that stuff. And like just what Saint just said, pay what, what he said the other day, Rob Peter to pay Paul. That's what you said, Saint. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so and that helps you also increase your credit limits as well because if they show that you're paying your balance down to zero each time, they're like, okay, they can handle this money. So that's it's a whole stick up every time, yeah. every month, every time, and then they're gonna give you an increase. Let you do that like three. Three months, three, four months in a row, boom, they might give you an increase without you asking or if you go in and ask for an increase. 
Um, and that's a, that, and you can do the same with manufacture manufacturer spending. I'm not I'm not going to give that to you. <laughs> hey, hey Juan, can I ask you a question, bro? Yeah. And I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let, and I'll, I'll get off the stage. Um, I made a mistake, right? Mm-hmm. So I uh, I paid off my credit when I when we first started. Uh, our business, or when we was looking to start our business, we was like really trying to get our credit together. And one of the things that I did was pay off everything, completely paid off everything. But when that happened, uh, like, you know, car notes dropped off and then some of the credit cards closed, you know, even though we didn't want to close them just by paying them off, they just, they, uh, the credit card company just opted to close them themselves, I guess. But when that happened, it's almost like I got blacklisted from being able to obtain, uh, other credit cards, like you know, future credit cards with other companies, uh, if you will. Is there a reason for that, or how do I get around that? How do I get around that? Do you have any uh, advice to that? Um. So I, let me get this straight. So you had a credit, an uh, open credit card, and you I had an open, I had an open Capital One card. I paid off all my credit, but I it was just one Capital One card, and I had like a a, a Victoria's Secrets Angels card. I paid both of those off. They weren't delinquent enough, and the payment history was was phenomenal on them. Uh, but when I paid them all, Capital One closed it, and Victoria's Secret closed that card. When that happened, my credit took a mean hit. But when I tried to go reapply for uh, for some other credit cards, it seems like I've gotten blacklisted uh, since having since since those cards have been closed. Okay, so there's some violations that's going on because you can never they nobody can never deny you of credit because you are the original creditor, and you're you're granting them to be a credit a creditor that that's going to extend you credit. Um, Boom. So that's that's a violation right there. Now I do not know why they closed your credit card if they if it was a delinquent, um, and you've been paying on it and you paid it off, and then they just they just cut it off. Um, I ha- I have no idea why that happened. Um, now we can you can go at them um, as a civil civil suit and and figure out what's going on because they they basically denied you credit. Um, and they and you your can't credit. deny nobody credit because mm-hmm. you are the original creditor. Um, so you cannot be denied credit. If somebody if you try to go apply for a credit card anywhere and they deny you credit, that's a violation because you can't deny me credit. You can't discriminate against me for anything when you're trying to get credit. That's but they want thinking, do you think that he should try to obviously do what you just said, right? Mm-hmm. Go after them, get that stuff together. But do you think maybe if he becomes an authorized user on like his mom's card who maybe he we did that. Okay. And that didn't work? Man, no, I got I became authorized using like three other cards and then try to flip it that way. Uh still wasn't. And I at a couple things happened in that swipe. So I had two uh, Capital One cards, and I had uh, that one Victoria's Secret card and, like, one other department store card. Two department store cards closed. Um, I had voluntarily closed one of my Capital One cards unknowingly. Didn't know it was going to hurt me, but I just didn't I didn't want the credit no more. But I, And I kept one open, but when I closed one and paid off the other, they shut both down. Um, and, and now it was just like, yo, you, I'm, I'm blacklisted from... And this is just something that happened just... The, the Capital One cards that happened within the past year. And it seems like I've gotten blacklisted from being able to get credit with them again as well as anybody else. Okay. So now we have to look at check systems. So when when banks um deny people to open a bank account or anything like that, check system is a is a um, company that house all that information, which is a second that's a secondary credit bureau, credit reporting bureau. Um they house that information. We have to call up check systems. Um, it's C H E X systems. 
Um, you could call them up and see what do they have on file that's hindering you from opening up um, cars with different banks. See, see what do they have on file. Check system is the ones who house those information that basically keep, that's keeping you from opening up these cars or blacklisting you from, from opening up other cars. So we have to look up a check system, call them up, and see, see, see what's being reported. Um, and once you figure that out, um, th- just hit me up, and then we could build out a plan to to take further action after that. I was about to say, but just schedule me and pencil me in for a consultation, man. Let me know your price. Just go ahead and give me the full price, man. Name your wealth, bro. I respect it. Just schedule me in for a consultation. All right, bet, bet, bet. Well, you can you can hit the link. You can hit the link on my on my Osh, on my Instagram. Um, yeah, you, you can order. Your, you can do your uh, con- place your consultation um, on there. And then Schedule. We'll yeah. <laughs> yeah. Expect to see mine come through today. All right, say that. <laughs> hey, Erica, how you doing? Grand rising, kings and queens. Thank you for bringing me for to this day. Absolutely. What can we help you with today? Um, yeah, I had two questions. I definitely want to get into the dispatch class and I want, I know you mentioned it. Um, mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that it's just like dispatch for dummies. Cause I have no, nothing, no lingo, no nothing. When yes, it, comes to dispatch. It, is. it is. I wish Lakeisha was up here. Um, let me bring up the other instructor if she's available to speak and she could give you a further, a small explanation. Jennifer. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Are you teaching on Dispatch for Dummies this weekend? (laughs) We are teaching the foundations of Dispatching this weekend on Saturday and Sunday. That is correct. Okay. How how, um, foundational is that for Miss Erica? Because like she said, she has no knowledge, no language, no experience. We take it from the bottom, bottom, bottom. Yes, we take it from the very beginning of um, not knowing anything about the industry. Um, We give you the start of the business of how to start because Delaina comes in and she tells us how to start the business. Um, And then we go from there um, with giving you all of the beginning all the way up into actually booking your first load with your first carrier. So we give you everything. We do live broker calls, which I do on the weekends as well when we teach. Um, We give you all of the negotiations. Uh, We teach you the lingo. We give you pretty much a glossary of information of a lot of the terms that we use in the industry. Does that help you, Ms. Erica? It does. Perfect. Perfect. Um, You can visit thedispatchhub.net. To sign up. Okay. And I do have a question there for our, your guest speaker here. Um, I know you're, interest, you're into the space of credit. Um, so I am as well with the liquidation. Um, but the question is what, do you know of any net 30s or um, any vendors for truckers for the trucking industry? I never could find any net 30s directly in that hub. Um, for net 30s, there's, there's uh, a quite a few. Uh, and I wish I could remember off the top of my head. Um, but I know you could get some 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 gas. I don't know what gas car that has. Kelsey, do you know the gas cars that do the net thirties or anything like that? Not net thirty, but I know you typically can any gas car that, that you get. Well, any gas car that you get is going to positively reflect 
like it doesn't necessarily matter um if it that has to kind of do with transportation but you, so, you want to make sure they report because some of them because i got i got two they don't even report but they'll call correct. and be a reference but so you have to ask them absolutely yeah and i'll um t- uh miss erica i was about to say tiffany because she coming up um I'm going to write that down and we'll look into that for you because I know, um, yeah, like Adrian said, Uline is one of them. Did you have one, Tiffany? Hey, Kelsey. Um, hey. Yes, I'm going to say Uline, Quill. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a company called 360 Creative. Um, oh, yeah, Granger. But I thought she meant specifically to transportation. That's why I didn't mention yeah. those. No, because yeah, I have all of those. You're still listing your your business, and I did mine. Oh, true. Uh, yeah, my, like my credit score is already it's, it's looking amazing right now. Mm-hmm. And, and all I've been, and I've just been using um Quill, although I have access to other ones, but um not Quill, but Uline. I got, yeah, you I got a question. Uline's number under your 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 business name, so that does make sense. Um, Erica, I think. I don't know that it has to be specific to transportation. Henry, what was your question? Man, where can you sell all that stuff you buy that you don't need when you're using Quill and all the <laughs> other places? Because I Facebook. ain't trying to buy a bunch of pencils and all the stuff is like too high to like really resell to get anything <laughs> money off schools. of it. Like goodness. Hey, can you I ask a quick question? Sure. Hey, um, this might sound really basic, yo, but how do you check your business credit? I haven't figured that out yet. Um, you can use NAV. Um Nav, Nav will have is it Nav? Yes, yeah, yeah. Nav. You use Nav, and also, if I'm not mistaken, Experian has business credit and somebody else. Uh, but I know you can check Nav for sure. To get yeah, your Nav for sure. Yeah, Nav, Nav yeah, give you all three too. So okay, perfect. And they also got a service now. There's somebody who reports as well. So you pay them like the little thirty, forty dollars a month, and they'll report to your business credit as well. And you'll be able to mm-hmm. see all your uh, your credit, your business credit reports. Appreciate that. A DMV as well, but they're very expensive. You have to be on a, a plan in order to access it. I get alerts all the time from DMV saying your credit score has increased. Oh, Dun and Bradstreet. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying something else. My bad, Miss Tiffany. Yeah, Dun and Bradstreet definitely. That's why. What a lot of people don't know is they always come with the question like, when I'm trying to get my um my Dun & Bradstreet number, they, here they come calling, trying to get me to sign up. Do I have to sign up with something? Do I, no, you do not have to sign up. It's free. Your Dun & Bradstreet number is free. Um, so, yeah, that's a good question. Thank you, um, Tiffany, for coming up. You never come up and speak to us, so I feel special. Thank <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> I don't know if she's back in here. Did she come back in? I know she's yes, probably. Ma'am. She was on yes, the phone. Ma'am. I'm I'm back. I'm back. Uh, I can't remember where I was. Oh, um, the the property management company. Uh, people don't understand the rights you have as a tenant. Uh, there's landlord tenant court. You can go to most counties. They have free legal help for landlord tenant court. But this particular property management company wasn't managing the property when I got the got the lease. And how they got themselves in trouble was they were trying to uh, regulate. Basically, when the lease ended, I was still staying there. But a storm came up, hole in the roof or whatever, and so I gave them a 90-day letter telling them I was moving out, 60-day letter, 30-day letter, all sent by certified mail so they couldn't say they didn't get it. And when I finally moved out, these clowns put a $1,600 debt for non-payment of rent on my credit. Of course, that wasn't going to fly. So when I went to the magistrate court, I took all the information with me, 
the fact that they did not have a lease for me because there was no management company and the lease had ended before the management company started. So I got that judgment. And in addition to the penalties, because all of the information that they put on the three credit reports remained on there despite my complaints in writing for 18 months. So the judge ended up giving me $10,000. And the biggest part of the victory was when I called Equifax, they wouldn't talk to me. So I sent the Mm -hmm. president, the president, a certified letter. And I said, as of this date, you are not allowed to keep or put back on my credit anything regarding rent recovery solutions or I will sue you for three times the $10,000 that I won. And wow. it has never been put back on. Mm. Ooh. Get That's dope. Yeah, my cousin, my cousin prior. Yeah, yeah. With Capital One, because if anybody doesn't know, late payments are a B word to get off of your credit. It's possible, but it's, it's they, they don't want to get them off of there. So she did the same thing and emailed the presidents of those particular companies. And, you know, it trickled down from there. So that's amazing, Miss Aisha. Thank you for that um that story. I know you was happy when you got that check. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was that was big. That's right dope. That's powerful. Thank you so much. Speaking of late payments, I highly recommend. Um, it's probably like this myth that you hear that if you if you pay the minimum payments, it's going to make your scores go down. Um, that's all BS. Um, late late payments or payment is the biggest chunk of your credit score, which is thirty five percent of your credit score. The second biggest chunk is utilization. So. Even if you have car payments, uh, credit cards, I highly recommend you to put all of those on automatic payments, uh, mainly, especially credit cards. I don't care if you're paying the minimum payment. Um, put it on automatic payment and pay the minimum because you do not want to have no late payments because one late payment can drop your score 50 to 100 points, and it takes 99 on-time payments to make up for one late payment. So you definitely don't do not want to have no late payments. Put it on automatic payment and pay that minimum and if you want to pay more uh you can always pay more onto that onto that balance if you want to but definitely want to avoid late payments as much as possible henry can you make sure this one makes it to spotify i gotta run this back yeah i got you don't worry about it i'll make sure it's up today well not today exactly but it'll be tonight or early tomorrow morning okay i was on a call but uh did we did we talk about uh I really, really, really had a question on um, well, he touched the credit cards because I was really confused with the utilization um, and the minimum payments. But can we talk about some card relief for COVID? Card relief for COVID? Like as far as like getting your payments? Like due, due to COVID? Because I know I account and they sent me something that was like due to COVID, we're not going to um, count the months between these periods, is there any other credit card or any other people doing the service if they want? Um, Everybody do that. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, yeah. Um, I even did it uh, for myself because I just didn't want to pay on my credit card. Um, I kept calling them up. They had deferred for three, four months, and then I call them up and defer. Even though I could pay it, I just kept deferring it over and over and over until I maxed out my um my deferments. Um, but, but yeah, they because some people will still continue to do the interest. Some won't and some they, will. Yeah, they, they, some of them will do the interest and some of them won't. Um, they're just going to say, well, we're just going to charge you for interest, but you still don't have to pay no no payments um, due to that. Okay, so my next question is, but I, for like people out here today, 
I just want, like, is it a template? Like, you know, like, um, say someone didn't call and get COVID relief and they got late payments on their stuff, but it is due to, due to COVID. Is it a template they can submit to these credit cards? Um, um what you, uh, so it's not really a template, but I just say, if let's say if you just had a, uh, a late payment, I highly recommend you to call them and talk to the credit card specialist on the phone and tell them um, your situation. Because the longer you wait after that late payment, the harder the harder is going to be for them to reverse that late payment um, on your behalf. And if and if you know that you're going to be late or something, I will highly recommend you call them in advance to say to tell them, hey, listen, I'm going through hardship or something like that. Can I get my payment? Uh, deferred or can I push it back or anything like that, they are more willing to work with you because you're being proactive about the situation. Um, but if, let's say if you just had a late payment, um, call them up as soon as possible and, and tell them your situation due to COVID or loss of job or hardship or anything like that. They're more willing to work with you because it was recent. Now, the longer you wait, the harder it's going to be for them to reverse that pay- that late payment for you. Okay. All right. Thank you, guys. Teacher, mm-hmm. I will say, um, and they want to earlier whenever I was talking about how my cousin got her late payments off via Capital One, she literally just emailed the president and was very sincere and explained to them what was going on. And they were understanding and they did remove it. So if you're um, some things you do have to use a lot of the laws and stuff for because that'll kind of just like tack it all in like there's nothing that they could come back and say sometimes if you just write a letter and you just say hey this happened that happened they'll try to do a lot of back and forth because they're not on our side um but it's not necessarily just a template but you just you know explain to them but emailing them presidents girl that'd be working (laughs) um yeah them goodwill letters that's what they call goodwill goodwill letters exactly i just want to take a minute and reset the room you are in the truck and breakfast club today we are talking with the generational curse breaker himself my husband day one and um yeah i'm just excited that he's here um to talk about this as you all know we are here from 9 to 11 a.m easter standard time on the trucking breakfast club if you have not hit that green house at the top and follow our club what are you doing i've been sending people um and invitations to become members to our club y'all already know we do so many different things with the truck and breakfast club um already had one meetup maybe get ready to have another meetup because you know we love to you know be in touch with you all so yeah let's keep these questions going i'm not gonna lie i did turn off hand raising because you know it's getting a little much up here, and you know we try to be um, not sticklers at time, but we try to turn it back on. These people what? need advice. Okay, well, let's get through the people that's on stage <laughs> first. Miss <laughs> Erica, did we answer yeah, all your throw... questions? Henry, you ain't drop a bomb on that. Damn. <laughs> well, well, he need a bomb for what? He said, "No, nah, I'm not open them doors." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "You try to keep us here all day. You gonna be, you gonna moderate the room himself in a second. I'm right? trying to tell you, Miss <laughs> Erica. Did we answer all your questions? Yes. Um, the last thing I know, we mentioned about liquidating the credit cards. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a gem on that, but I wanted to see if you had any other liquidation options that you use uh, with the credit cards. Um. Yeah. So you can. So there are certain companies uh, you can easily use gift cards, um, like the debit gift cards that you can get from Walmart or something like that. 
Or if you want to go to a store, if you have Neiman Marcus, you can liquidate your cards from Neiman Marcus. Uh, if you have high limit credit cards, you can liquidate your credit cards from at the Rolex. Um, there's, there's, there's multiple places that you can liquidate them at. Um, those, those are the, the ones that I use. Um, is uh, mainly uh, Neiman Marcus. And if you don't want to go to no store, you could do use some some debit uh, gift cards, debit gift cards. You can use those. So the Rolex and the Neiman Marcus is more like the Apple Store situation. Um, the Apple the Apple Store <laughs> that one. Uh, they, don't do that they, they, don't, they don't do it no more. They, they don't do that. They don't do that no more. Um, okay. Um, so in, okay. So it's in that era. The Rolex and the Neiman Marcus are. Yeah, so with I, okay, I won't I won't say you can go to Rolex because there's there's a rules with Rolex. You got to know the fifty nine forty nine rule. I mean, yeah, the fifty one forty yeah. nine rule, um, which is now this is what you do with your high limit credit cards. Fifty one forty nine rule. You got to know this off the top of your head when you walk into Rolex. So fifty one percent of your purchase has to be on your um your credit card and 49 of it has to be on your debit card. So if you get in a Rolex for like a hundred thousand dollars, 51% of it on your credit card, 49% of it, it, 49% of it has to be on your debit card. So you usually do your small liquidations before you go to Rolex. So you can build up your bank account to make that purchase with your debit card. So when you do that, you have to, um, swipe, you want to put two cards when you, when you liquidate it anywhere, you want to put two cards on file. So let's just use Apple. Um, for example, you go to Apple and you want to go get a couple MacBooks or whatever. You just want to liquidate the card. Now you put $300 of it on your debit card and then you put the remaining balance on your credit card. Now you can tell them you could keep the products here. So you're about to walk around you could take the stuff with you and then come right back. Uh, listen, I don't want this no more. Uh, y'all can have it. Uh, I just want to refund, refund it back to my debit card because they know how now because <laughs> cars on file, they could refund all that money back to your debit card. And now everything is now on your debit card. Now you just liquidated your credit card and keep your points. You keep your reward points. It's not, you're not going to lose none of that from your credit card. Now everything's on your debit card and then you can do whatever you want to do. Or if you want to do, or, you know, manufacturer spending. That's what that's that's basically. Okay, 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 is. okay. You drop yeah. it too much. Okay. <laughs> it's all in the course. It's all in the course now, Flame. <laughs> yeah. No, it ain't no course. It ain't no course. You just woo. I'm over here getting so happy. But, but, but the apple, but the it apple did, play, it is played out. I'm familiar though. with the um the fifty one forty nine, and then the one I wanted to drop. I don't know if you're familiar. You know, the insurance for trucking is high. Um, purchase the insurance with your with your high limit credit card or whatever, and then turn around, you know, cancel. They're gonna send you a check back. So that's the quickest one and the largest, you know, one for me. I try to get into that MS as well. So I thank you for what you provided. But I know about the fifty one. Uh, hold hold on, Miss Erica. What did you just say? You said yeah. purchase your insurance with your credit card. Exactly. Cancel it. Because they can't give you a refund. Wait a day or two, they can't give you a refund for that exact amount on your card. No, it's got to come back on a check. <laughs> yep. Henry, you got, you got you got drop some bombs on that. Yeah, I dropped that for the room. I dropped that. I wasn't coming to take it all, Kelsey, because I know you go straight to consultation after three three questions. But look, I dropped something <laughs> on you. But that one works well for me. I'm into the um, I do mobile homes um in the country or whatever. So that's what I do to purchase those, and I'm and I'm getting into trucking, and I'll be in your dispatch class tomorrow. But um, yeah, I got a couple other ways with that as well. But I just always like to get other gems from other people when it comes to that MS spending because it works well. Um, but thank Girl. you guys. Erica, you wait a minute. Erica, you gonna be dope. there tomorrow? 
Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and sign up. Um, I just had to find out what you said. I, I, I got it as plain as, as possible when Kelsey, I told her I need dispatch for dummies. And Jennifer came up and said, hey, so that's what I'm needing. So yeah, you was, gonna, gonna you was on the call. You was on the call. Okay, Erica, <laughs> baby, we gonna have fun, fun. And I like your accent. And you dropping gym. Girl, come on. Come on. I got a couple more. I got a couple more with that MS because I enjoy that and that space right there. Um, It makes it happen when you have those credit cards. Yeah, I'm going to have to hop on the phone, Day. Yeah, I got I to gotta talk to you because I love to get more information on um, yeah. Because a lot of them are starting to get played out and they they canceling them. So I just got, yep. please got to come up with some more to liquidate these right, credit. Right, right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for that, Erica. That that was that's a good jam right there. Um, what's up, Josh? Happy Friday, you beautiful people. Can you hear me? Uh, we can yeah, hear yeah. What's going on? This conversation. What's up, Henry? What's up, Kelsey? What's up, family? What's up, Bray? What's up? What's up, Dazzy? How y'all? How y'all? How y'all? I love y'all, man. I want, I want y'all to know that. If I cut out, it's because I'm going through a tunnel. But um, this is one of the main reasons I love this club. Because y'all y'all start tapping into the whole whole gamut of stuff, right? Uh, day one, you a goat, bro. Um, I'm just going to put that out there. Um, I love to hear people that got knowledge the way you do and the way you putting it out there, brother. So salute, salute, salute to you. And you definitely going to be hearing from me because I want a consultation as well. But um, it's good to hear somebody speak on some things that I, I tend to know about as well, like, you know, how the IRS and the Federal Reserve is nothing but a company. How we walk around as corporations and we should be adapted to how they play us. We should play them back. So I appreciate what you dropping. Bro. You know what I'm saying? I really appreciate what you dropping. And, that you, and also that you got the you got the you got the gall to go ahead and make sure you're doing it for the culture. Right. A lot of people don't want to put themselves out there and give out that real knowledge um, because, you know, the fear thereof. Like Saint said, we got to cover you, bro. We got to cover you. So, um, my love to all y'all, my love to all y'all, my respect to you, my guy. I did have a question for you, though. Um, when you was talking about the car situation earlier, about um, the finance and the insurance having to be wrapped in it, and they going against violations and all that, can you do that with a commercial vehicle, too? I'm, I'm, I'm testing that. I'm testing that. I'm going to test that on the ours first, because everything that I do, I usually, I'm the test dummy for everything, so I'm going to test that on ours first, and I'm going to see how, and I'm going to have to look at our, um, looking at our contract. And then once I figure it out and see if it's the same play, then yes, um, then we can definitely do that on commercial vehicles. Once I figure that out, I'm testing that now. Man, see, I appreciate that. I appreciate that you actually do it before you actually, you know, explain it to everybody else, which is real dope. Because a lot of people, we just freestyling off of stuff they see off the Internet. So the fact you actually got proof and you've done it, that right there is amazing all within itself, too. Appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. Josh, did you have any other questions this morning? Yeah, I got one more before I get out of here. With, with collections on your um, your credit report, like, how, what's a good way to fight them or any techniques or anything like that to get collections off of your report? one of the biggest scams. Don't never pay a collection. Um, I don't care what they say. If they threaten you, that's a violation. Uh, if they call you, that's a violation. If they email you and they're saying they are an attempt to collect the debt, that's a violation. Collections are possibly one of the easiest things to come off. Um, don't never pay a collection. There's You could just hit them with uh, thousands of laws when it comes to collections. Do never, never, never pay a collection. Um, one way... One suit. What law can you hit them with? Um, you you can hit them with a lot of laws. Um, this this don't pay a collection. If y'all got collections, definitely just hit me up. Um, 
uh, schedule consultation and we'll go over everything and, and we'll, we'll get you settled. But never pay a collection. I don't care what they say. Yeah. Don't pay a collection. Say less. Say less. I appreciate y'all, man. Mad love. Happy Friday. Have a good day. You too. Uh, uh, day. This this one right here, William. This the guy that we was talking about when you got mad because he had something to do. Because <laughs> we had something to do too. He didn't come to his consultation. What's oh, up, William? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> good morning. My, my bad, bro. She told me you're from the town too, bro. So my bad, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. What's going on with you? But so I, I got a quick question. So actually, two questions. So one of them is, um, so. Like, I'm familiar with personal credit, right? But I'm not too big on business credit. So from, from what I'm hearing, they're saying, like, with your personal credit, I mean, I know it's not good to, you know, max out your credit your max out your credit cards or be at a max. It's like 35% or whatever that percentage is. But they're saying when it comes to your business credit and your credit cards, the bank don't actually mind you being maxed out. Like, they want to see you max that money out. Is that true or... Yeah, so when it when it comes to business credit, your utilization is not a factor. Um and it's not gonna it is not gonna affect your personal credit score depending on what credit business credit card you get. Um I shy away from all the credit the business credit cards that reflects on your personal credit card. So it won't um hurt your utilization. But when it comes to business credit, they don't care about none of that stuff. The only thing they um grade you on is your payment history if you pay on time if you pay on time on a due date every single time because their scaling go from zero to 100 if you pay on time every single time your score is going to be at 80 um and if you pay uh multiple days before your due date then that's how you get your scores up to a 90 100 the the sooner you pay it before the due date um now you're maximizing your scores your scores is going to go up as far as um your business credit score. Now, if you pay it on time, it's going to stay at an 80. That's like the the flat average right there. And if you pay it after your due date, then it's going to drop down below. Um, so utilization, it, they don't care about that. They, like absolutely, you can max it out. You do whatever you can as long as you can make that payment. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. I, I definitely didn't know that the business credit, so I know they pull from your personal credit sometimes, but I didn't know that. I thought they just pulled your personal credit to approve you. But I didn't know that they would report that on your personal credit. I just thought once they approved you, then from that day forward, you know what I mean? Like they'll start putting it towards your business credit. So now nah, I appreciate that right there. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 only it's only certain business credits. Um, that's why you have to do your your diligence and do your uh, your research and your homework before you get into these uh, business credit cards because some of them will report everything to your personal credit so i avoid all the ones that do report they just look at they just pull your personal credit you get the inquiry and they're not going to report nothing um to your personal credit unless you default on the account um that's the only reason why they will report it unless you default on account and, and and all that stuff but the ones i usually go after they do not report to your personal credit only thing you're going to get an inquiry once you get approved for that for that um that business credit card, boom, we're going to go get the inquiry removed off your personal credit. All right, cool. Appreciate that. want how long does it take to get an inquiry removed from your credit? Um, Usually we could get them, we could get them um, removed in 24 hours, but now they, they're giving us a lot of hassle with this 24 hour stuff. Um, I'd just say less than two weeks. Okay, cool. And how much will that make your credit score go up whenever you get inquiries removed? Um, inquiries can can play um, 
uh, 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 a factor in it. Um, it just really depends on how many you have. If you have like five inquiries, um, it might make your score go up a little bit. Um, maybe three, three to four points per inquiry or something like that. It's nothing major, but when you get into the realm of having like 15, 20, 30 inquiries, now that's, that's playing a major hit on your, on your credit score. And once you get all those removed, you can see a significant increase. Absolutely. William, did you get all your questions answered, sir? Yeah. One more question. Um, so you might've answered this question, but I was kind of in and out. So when it comes to, um, do you recommend, um, paying the card off? Okay, so when it comes to paying the the car your credit cards off, um, you can, um, it won't hurt. So the trick is we are usually taught to keep our utilization below thirty percent. Um, that's the truth and it's a lie at the same time because the closer you get to thirty percent, um, the more you're starting to damage your your score. You you're gonna see your scores go lower and lower the closer you get to your thirty percent utilization mark. Once you go past thirty percent, you're pretty much damaging your credit score. Um, so the trick and a sweet spot for you to see a positive impact on your credit score, you want to keep your utilization below 10%. Between 1% and 9%, that's that's the sweet spot, and that's where you're going to see a significant jump in your credit score. Um, not saying that, okay, let's say you had a $1,000 credit card, you only could use $100 of it. Not saying that. Let's say if you use the full 90 or 100%, as long as you could pay it back down below 10%, then you're good. Because once that once that that due date come and and once they do their statement date and report date, you want them to see that there's only a ten percent balance or less than ten percent balance on your credit card. So spend what you can use. I mean, um, you yeah yeah, spend what you can use and that you could pay back on your credit card. If you're going to max out your credit card, definitely be sure that you could pay it back down below ten percent. It's not thirty percent; it's ten percent. That's the sweet spot. And I just want to say, um, I recommend this, just me now, this, just me. I definitely recommend, especially for our community to have at least like a thousand saved up, not only for emergency purposes, but just in case you have to use your credit card for something, you know, you have the money to be able to pay it back. Um, if for some reason your money didn't come back in the way that you thought it did, definitely. I preach having a, a small savings, you know, cause a lot of people are literally one flat tire away from their savings being wiped out, which is crazy to think about, but it's so true. Um, so yeah. Did that answer all your questions, William? Yeah, it did. Thanks. I appreciate it. Perfect. Patterson, stand up. Just kidding. <laughs> hey, stand up, man. <laughs> hey, Shamir, how are you? Good morning, everyone. Can you guys hear me? We can hear you. What's your question or do you have a gender drop? Um, I have a question. I'm new to the group. Um, good morning, everybody. I've been listening to you guys for about two weeks now. So what? every morning I'm listening. Um, I have a question. I'm um, with a credit um, repair company right now. And I've been with them since about last year. And I have a bankruptcy on my credit. Um, but the bankruptcy did not stop me from purchasing my first home. It has not stopped me like you know, from doing pretty much anything, but it's just, I'm trying to get uh, a credit increase with uh, Navy federal credit union. And it's like, I believe that's the only thing that's really stopping me. So it's like, is it really, does it really take a substantial amount of time to get the bankruptcy off my credit? Um, it, it, 
It kind of, but then again, if you know the laws and you hit them with the laws, that's that's violating your uh, your right of privacy. All you got to do is hit them with that 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 you're violating my right of privacy, um, and that nothing is really public records when it comes to comes to the natural person with it, which is you. Um, that that credit transaction with that bankruptcy, or well, before it was a bankruptcy, that was a credit transaction with the through the consumer. Um, but now when it affects you as the natural person, um, that's that's a violation of your right of privacy. And then you hit it with that and then get removed. And plus, there's other laws that you can hit it with um, because that did not that does not supposed to be public record. Right. Because I um, you mentioned um, earlier that I, they're probably using like the same templates, like you said, that they're sending to the credit bureaus. And I believe <laughs> this was taking so long for it to come off. And I like, I you know, email should email me back and different things like this. And I know that they're a reputable company because they've um, done a couple other people that I know got them their credit scores increased. But I'm like, it shouldn't take this long, like maybe two months from now, it'll be almost a year that I've been fighting to get the bankruptcy all mm-hmm. so, schedule a console shy schedule a console <laughs> you can get a one-off look you can get a one-off and review your credit and see exactly what needs to be done and can i have the information there. um for your uh to set up a consultation i'm sorry i don't have it uh yeah you, go, go, you go to um you can either go to my instagram which is scott is official and you can click the link in my bio schedule a consultation or you can go okay. to my website which is gcb club dot com and then you can go schedule a consultation from there also okay i think i'm gonna do that thank you so much it's been very but, good listening to you guys this morning. Child, i was gonna ask no you though with navy federal one thing that we learned is that if you've ever had one late payment with navy federal they will not give you an increase on your card typically or give you any type of like um loans or anything like that because they look at their internal system too well what i did was um a year ago when COVID first hit i refinanced my house through navy federal so i mm-hmm. got a good rate oh, that way. Okay. and then um shortly i think it was before or after i got a credit card but the limit is only like a thousand dollars so i'm like well dang i don't refinance now so i was like i should be able to get something at least by twenty thousand or something but you know but you know they'll give you they'll give you a house loan if you qualify for it, but just like they'll give you a student loan, but they 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 don't want to give you that credit limit, girl. Trust me on that. Oh yeah, my since, god! Yeah, since since COVID, they've been kind of um not saying that they're not giving out those crazy fifteen, twenty, twenty five thousand limits. Right. Um, they they still doing it, and okay. that's, you want them you want to prove to them that you're that you're responsible with your credit. So there's certain ways that you have to use your credit. As far like I was just explaining about the utilization, keep your if you're gonna spend it, keep it below um below 10 percent what if you're going to go above uh, right. just pay it back down below 10 percent show them that you're responsible do that for a few months um, oh because <laughs> i i had something on their car last year and you know i paid it off i just put something else on there for like 200 dollars. i paid that off so what i'll do is i'll start using it a little bit more and then paying it off before the next statement Mm-hmm. And yeah. try to see if it's that way because they only gave me like a thousand dollars. So I'm like, man, I'm trying to get up like fifteen, twenty, or something. You'll get there. You'll get there. <laughs> what card do you have? Um, what? I don't. I don't even know the name of the card. Huh? Is it the dark blue one? I think so. The gold rewards. That's gold rewards. Yeah. I, oh. I believe so, but no worries. I'm going to be um contacting you. Thank you so much. No problem. I appreciate it. Hey, Brian, how are you? 
Hey, what's up, Couch and Breakfast Club? Hey, Kelsey. Hey, girl. Hey, Keisha. How are you? Good. What can we help you with today? So I actually have a question for day one. Um, so I'm not sure if you're familiar with the new Coastal Direct and then the Jewelers Club, Club uh, <laughs> yeah. cards. So yeah. my annual payment is coming up. So they do report like 5000 for each. So is it worth uh, me paying that annual fee? Mm-mm, go ahead and cancel it. Cancel okay, it. Okay, that's too easy. Ooh. Yeah, it, because like uh, the the credit bureaus, they are cracking down. Um, they are well, not just the credit bureaus. What they are cracking down. They seeing what we're doing. Um, so they want to cancel every account that is, that is associated with there because there's more. And this is just my opinion. I, there's more black people getting with good credit, um, starting up businesses, getting these high limit credit cards, and all that stuff. Um, and uh, some of them are probably defaulting on these cars. So they start to do their investigation and they start to see what, what made them get approved. And they possibly looking at everybody's credit report, preparing see what's on there and what's not on there. And a lot of people are starting to see that my Jewelers Club and, and New Coast Direct is on there. Um, so they starting to crack down on them. Um, also, they don't have a good approve, uh, underwriting process. Um, so since they're not a real bank and they don't have a, a a legit underwriting process to approve people for these limits, then they start to uh, cancel all these accounts and, and not report them on the credit bureaus. Cause even mine's fell off. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Just go ahead so once they fall off, does that affect my credit negative negatively or no? Yes, it will. Because if you had a five, one, cause they report a $5,000 limit on there. And if your utilization is high, um, once you add that account, your utilization is going to drop uh, your overall utilization. Now, if your utilization um, it's still high, and once that fall off, then your scores is going to go back to what it was. It's going your scores is going to drop. So definitely recommend to if your utilization is high, go ahead and get your utilization down. Um, okay, so I'm at a 14 percent right now for utilization. Uh, you 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 pretty straight. If you get it down below 10 percent, uh, you will see an increase. But you're you're not that bad. Um, you're not that bad. But your score your score will uh have an impact because now you're taking away credit limit gotcha. from. Your credit. Right. But so this, with so, with taking away uh with me taking that away, should I add like a trade line? Um the what type of trade line? Like an authorized user trade line? As yeah, yeah. Um you can if somebody has low utilization, um they don't have no late payments, um if their credit card is in good standing, yeah, you can definitely do that. Um I will say eventually, um no time soon, but eventually they're going to start taking away authorized users and, and these trade lines and stuff also. but Have like, they already uh, started taking away the um, My Jewish Club and stuff? Yeah, they started. They already took that stuff away. Mine's already fell off also. Wow. Because yeah, I had, I'm just asking because I had someone text me just now. Was like explain those cards, but there's no re- real reason to even explain because they're not even utilizing them anymore. They yeah. can't even report. So right. Like, and report like my jewelers club, Ligos, A and G jewelry. But you did find another one that does. Um. Um. So not not I did, but I'm I'm not gonna mess with them because if that one fell off, then all the other ones gonna fall off. Also. Okay. So what I'm going to do, which I'm changing on my model, is I'm strictly going towards banks. Um. 
And when it comes to getting these high limit credit cards with banks, you want to build up a relationship with them. You want to use their products and services. You want to get their their loans. You want to, if somebody don't have no credit card, because eventually, before I was against secure credit cards, but since these accounts is not being reported now, we're going to establish a relationship and show trustworthiness with these banks by getting um, some secure credit cards uh, for some people who have challenge, uh, challenging credit scores. We're going to get some secure credit cards and then we're going to get them graduated for high limits. So that's that's going to be my new route. We're going to establish a relationship with multiple banks and the more products and services that you use with them, the more they are acceptable of giving you high limit credit cards when, it's, when we try to go for these high limit credit cards. Because they just want to have a relationship with you and see how liable you are. That's all they want to see. Did that help? Oh, she did that help you, Brian? Yes, Kelsey. Um, I have one more question, Daywan. Do you have um, for your services? Do you do inquiries only? Uh, no, I don't. I don't just do inquiries. Well, I do have inquiries only. Um, that's a flat rate. Um, depending on how many inquiries you have. Okay. From there. Um, but no, nah, yeah, I have. I have that also. Okay, perfect. That works. Thank you guys so much for all the knowledge and all the gems this morning. You guys have a productive Friday. Right, you too, girl. That. Thanks for coming in. Bye, Bree. Bree, remember this this weekend is the last weekend if you wanna if you want the live class. I know I told you we talk about recorded class, but if you want the live class, it's this weekend too. Okay. All right. Now and Keisha, I will get with you. Okay. Keisha, I have a class or a question. Sorry, are we we still going to be doing troubleshooting though for the people that don't know? Correct. Yeah, troubleshooting Perfect. is still. It's, it's just those you classes. Have to take the class first. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. All right, let's push through these people. Hey, Suli Iman, how are you? Hi, good. How are you? Good. How can we yeah, help you today? I can help you today. Uh, I, I just uh, I was new to the credit. Uh, I just. I just opened a discover a discovery uh, credit card secured. So uh, I never had a credit before. So I was wondering what helps the best to build a great uh, credit history. I'm sorry. Can you speak up a little yeah. bit? We can barely hear you. Uh, I, I'm just new to credit. So I just uh, opened uh, my first credit card with discover secured credit. Sorry, card. you you got close to the mic. Okay. Are you covering up your mic? Uh, no. Okay, you sound very far away. It's difficult to hear you. And it's echoing. You in the car? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just try to speak up just a little bit. Okay. Uh. Uh. I'm. I'm just to to the credit credit card uh, credit. Uh. And then I just opened uh, my first uh. Uh, credit, uh, discover a uh, secured credit card. So I was wondering what's the best way of building a great uh, credit history. Okay, Daywan, he just opened up his first credit card. What's the best way to build credit history? He got a secure discover. Um, keep your utilization below 10% and make all your payments on time. Um, if you're going to go above your 10% mark, just make sure you be, you're able to pay it back below 10% when it's time when it's time to when it's time for your due date um and just build up um payment history you don't want to have no late payments that's the biggest thing that's a big no-no um no late payments and keep your utilization low 
how long should, should somebody how long should somebody wait to go in um try and get an increase if they're not presented with one before um before they actually um like when they first building up their credit history well if it's a secure credit card you have to well navy federal i know for sure um i don't know how other banks works um i have to do some more research and call them up and ask but with with navy federal if you have a secure credit card um you usually graduate after six to eight months to an unsecured credit card so after your three months of good payment history and all that stuff, they're going to give you an increase with a secure credit card. Um, they're going to reevaluate you at three months and give you an increase. After six months, they're going to reevaluate you again, and then they're going to graduate you from a secure credit card to an unsecured credit card. Um, and then uh, every six months, you can ask for an increase every six months. Did that help you? Okay, we might have to unmute your mic. Um, so I hope that helps. Let's let's keep pushing forward. Miss Janice, how are you today? Good morning. How are you? Doing good. Uh, I have a question for your husband. I have a um, rooms to go credit card that I opened up in nineteen. Uh, the limit was five thousand. I purchased some furniture. During that time last year, there was one late, but it didn't hit 30 days. My payment due date is the 14th. If that payment is not there on the 14th, on the 15th, you incur that late fee. They did report me for one late payment. But what I've noticed they've started doing in very seldom, I have paid the minimum due because it's one of those um, interest-free payments. I think the terms was like four or five years or something like that. But I have paid it down to say like about twenty eight hundred or so. Um, but what I've noticed, like when I'm making these two hundred dollar payments a month, as opposed to eighty dollar. My father, a phone call came through. What they've started doing is lowering my limit. So what started off originally as a $5,000 limit is now down to $3,500. And I'm expecting them to drop it again because every time I do a payment, almost every two months they're dropping it. And it's making it seem my my utilization rate is high when actually it's not. I've disputed it with the credit uh, bureau. They came back saying everything was legit because the company said it was valid. So I've gotten through the process. I found my original paperwork that I want to send in and go, no, this limit should be 5000 not 3500 So I'm just trying to find out why would they just automatically just decrease the limit every couple of months when the payments are being made? Um, I do not know why they would decrease the limit. Um, if you have documentation stating that, then you have you have the contract, then you hit them with the contract and show them this is this is facts. This is facts right here. This is what it's supposed to be. And now they are um, decreasing your limits. First, go at the creditor, the the rooms to go and and okay. tell. This is this is what my contract states, and this is what I expect. And it should not decrease every time I make a payment. Um, go at them first, and then have them correct the uh, the mistake. And then if they don't um, correct the mistake, then we can true. Yeah, that's that's the first. I, I don't know why they're doing that. That's that's crazy. 
Um, but since you have your contract, go at them with the contract and show them and prove them this is what it's supposed to be. So why is this keep de- uh, my limit keep decreasing every time I make a payment? Okay, we'll do it. That's what I was trying to find out. And one other thing, because just recently applied as of yesterday um, for a business credit card with this um, tire company, but was told we were denied because we have insufficient business credit. So how much business credit do you have to build up for them to figure you have sufficient? And I'm wondering, because when I try to go to Dunn's and Branch Street, I see the trade lines we have. Mm-hmm. It's not being reported on there. So would that be the reason? But they asked for the trade lines and I provided them that. Yeah. Um. How many, how many accounts do you have reporting to uh, your business credit? It should be three for sure. One is the fuel card. The other one is a new truck we just purchased. Um, and then the other one is the account we have with AT&T for our um, tracker and ELD um, for the trucks. Okay. Uh, you got to have a minimum of five accounts reporting uh, to your business credit to for you to even even establish a business score. So you got to have a minimum of five accounts reporting okay. to establish a business score. Yes. Okay. So then let me ask this. Places like, um, it's called East Texas, which is where we do all our um, repairs for the um, maintenance for the trucks mm-hmm. uh, to the point where they even give like discounts because our invoice is always paid as soon as they give them to us. How do I go about having them reported so they can show that this is a history we've had with them for almost two years now and they've yeah. never had the like an issue with the in- invoices being paid? Um, you first go to ask them and see if are they going to to the the business credit bureaus. Um, if they don't, then you can get that reported yourself through Dun & Bradstreet. Um, okay. Using their services. I, I know their services are, are a bit much, but if you want that reported, then you can use their services for you to report that to them. So there's this, because I saw that on Dun & Bradstreet. I think it's like 150 so just go ahead and pay for that service. Um, if, if, you want it, if you want all this stuff reported, um, to establish that that credibility, then yes, I would. If that's what you wanted to do, yes. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. And oh, I did do the DM, and I sent my son to you as well for him to get a consultation with you because he just purchased a car, and he had to do the down payment and the insurance, all of that stuff, also. So I okay. sent him all your information so he can set up and consult with you as well. No problem. I got him. Thank you. Thank you, Kelsey. You're welcome, Ms. Janice. Have a great weekend. Tiffany, I didn't mean to skip over you. I didn't think you had any questions. Did you have any questions? I know you were helping earlier. I'm good, baby. I'm good. All right. Perfect. Thank you. Hey, Monet, what's up? Hey, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Hey, how y'all doing this morning? Doing good. How are you feeling? Um, I'm good. I was in physical therapy, so I was hoping that y'all got to me when I was gone, but you guys did. Um, so I'm sorry if I say I'm muffled because I still have my mask on. I got a couple of things. I, I'm I'm very shy. I don't like talking, but <laughs> I do want to drop a couple of gems, and I usually don't do that because I don't be having none because I'm always asking. Girl, you questions. always do. Every time you come <laughs> up here, you drop a gem. What's up? What you got for us? So I wanted to let the people know that that emailing, like the CEO, that stuff really worked. And I'm going to try to make this story a little bit short. Um, again, I had lost $100,000 with a bad contract with my first rental property. I was drowning, and I was falling behind on my mortgage payments, but I had deferred it right before, like a year before COVID happened. I had the option to defer it. So I thought, okay, in six months, I'm going to have my money. I'm going to have my tenants in there. I'm going to have the money that I owed. I didn't. 
they end up reporting that to my credit and it dropped. I mean, I emailed and I can give you the website how I got to see your emails. I got all his emails, even for other companies he owned. And I was able to email them. And I did this for two mortgage companies because they ended up transferring it to another mortgage company. And they never transferred it right. And so that company ended up reporting me late. So my credit had dropped almost like 200 and some points. And I really worked hard for my stuff. So I emailed them. And the way I got that email, and I just wanted to share with people in case they needed to do something like that, on rocketreach.co, they give you all that. All of them might not work, but like I'm going to say out of 20 emails I had maybe three kickback for one of the CEOs but that was good because the next day I ended up getting a call regarding that and they fixed everything it took a, a while but definitely emailing the CEOs helped I even texted them I realized that their emails was blue I said oh they got this took to one of their iPads or their phones I started texting them off my phone <laughs> boy that, that was smart was <laughs> that was super <laughs> smart so I did the, I don't play when it comes to my credit um Another thing I want to mention, um, let's see, uh, I, I made a list. Uh, about oh, Josh already answered one of my, my questions was about the commercial vehicles and financing for day one. I, he already answered that. Uh, about the collections. Now, I had a car um, that I was leasing, and I ended up going over like 20000 in mileage because of the same property causing so much issues. So I never was late on my payments. But I, I also owe for going over mileage, and I owe them like $7,000. Well, Infinity reports, they have a collection agency that's not reporting. The collection agency told me that I could settle like, the debt, right? They never told me, even though they didn't report, Infinity reported it. Once I settled, and that dropped my credit score like it was a damn late payment. It dropped at 92 points. So I ended up recently just paying the $7,000. I settled for like $2,500. I ended up um settling i mean i end up paying the difference so my credit score can go back up and it did jump back up but it was a fight it was a so, fight and then go ahead no go ahead go ahead and so the last thing is something for you kelsey i might just text you because this don't got nothing to do with credit i'm trying <laughs> to register my company uh-huh. on sam.gov so i can try to do it for women's own business i will want to shout out lakeisha for putting me in tune with lottie because i got approved for a, bo- a 26 foot box track it's been a struggle that's i ain't really been no club i've been listening but I haven't really been listening because I was trying to get this box check. So, Kelsey, I'm coming for you next. All right. Man, congratulations. I've been saying Lottie's the truth. Who is Lottie? Mm-hmm. Lottie, Lottie with box trucks in Philly. Oh, okay. Got you. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much for those gems. I wanted to ask Daywan. Daywan, would you have settled for 2500 Nope. <laughs> uh, um, but you got you got to remove. Um, yeah. Re- Good. That's that's the most important thing. But me, I would have settled. Um, also, what I could tell you, um, one more last thing is, if anybody ever paid on a collection, um, that you could get all those payments reversed back to you. Because, like I said, as elite, we never pay on collections. We don't have a, a contract with these collection agencies, and they're giving us false and misleading uh, amounts. Um, so any any payments that you did pay for collections to get something removed, uh, there's ways you could get all that payment applied right back to you as a as a check because we don't pay collections. Well, I'm scheduling my consultation day after I get my head done, so I'll talk to you more. <laughs> hey, they, they want, you got to tell them again. How do they get in contact with you so they can get the consultation? Uh, you go to my Instagram at Scott is official. You click the link on my bio, schedule a free consultation, or you go to my website at gcbclub.com and you can schedule your consultation through there also. 
Come on, y'all. Let's break these curses. All right, it's 11.03. I knew we was going to go over time, but that is okay. I want to go around and let the moderators say whatever they want to leave today, and then we'll close out the room. What you got to say, Henry? Man, I, there was like a lot of questions I was going to ask, but it would have gave away all the secret sauce, so I'll just talk to you later. Appreciate you coming okay. up and dropping so many gems. If, you know, bombs probably been dropped all over it, so I, I couldn't do that because then we couldn't be able to hear. But, hey, everybody have a great Friday. Stay positive, and, um, yeah, just hit up day one if you need help with that credit. Keisha, what you got? Keisha ain't got nothing, man. My hands hurt. I've been taking <laughs> notes. I'm finna, I got, I'm finna take this 350 credit score to 600. Wait, just watch. No, I'm playing. I ain't got no three feet. I'm just saying. I said, wait a minute. Pineapples. Pineapples. Come on, Desi D. Tired, boss. Tired, boss. Y'all have a productive weekend. Great information. Keep pushing. Desi, you just did $22 a mile. You taking us to dinner tonight? You want to meet up? I'm going to be asleep. I'm gonna be asleep, but oh, I'm just going man, down tomorrow. To see y'all. <laughs> hey, let's go, Lynn. Let's get it. You know, you know, I don't never, I don't turn down no opportunity. Let's get it. I don't turn down nothing. My collar, I ain't got a collar on. <laughs> you ain't got on a pink pink sweater with the collar on it. Man, <laughs> <laughs> Bree, what you got, sis? Generational curse breakers. If y'all didn't learn nothing, y'all was y'all just not woke. Uh, y'all make sure y'all hit up day one. If you want to follow him, make sure you follow him now. That man is a ball of knowledge. He's knowing what he's talking about. And uh, don't forget, you and Kelsey do owe me a barbecue still. But y'all have a great, great weekend. You're right. We definitely do. Babe, what you want to leave with the people today? This is your first time. Definitely won't be the last time. I know we're going to have even more people with credit questions, even more people with testimonies that come up that say how you done changed it for them, you know? So what you want to leave them with today? Um, just, just keep faith, believe, trust in the higher power, uh, stay consistent in all your businesses, and uh, know your power and know your worth. I love it. Now, this is not the way I wanted to end today. I'm sorry that some people left, and y'all, please don't get mad at us. Um, for the interim, until further announced, we will – let me make sure I turn off hand raising – we will be moving down to Monday, Wednesday, Friday from 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. For the interim, the time being, we all have a lot of projects we have to get done. We got a lot of stuff we got to get done. Um, we definitely are still available whenever you need us. We will also, y'all hear Casey in the background, he's sad. But we also will be having um, different things coming to the Truck and Breakfast Club Clubhouse, different rooms. We got Saint coming on every Wednesday with the hot shot. They want probably going to end up doing his own Casey. <laughs> they want probably going to end up doing his own credit room. Um, Delaney could come on with the business stuff. So many different things that we're going to be doing. But yeah, for the interim, just wanted everybody to know because Tuesday and Thursday, I don't want y'all to be hitting talking about, I can't get in the room. I can't get in the room. Um, definitely Monday, Wednesday, Friday from 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for the time being. Don't forget about um, the podcast. Yes, 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 yes. We have so many freaking recordings in the um in the box for you guys so on tuesday and thursday we're still going to be trying to get a new recorder out it may be something that was previously recorded but we're still going to get it out but you can um look up trucking breakfast club on apple Podcasts and spotify make sure you subscribe make sure you rate if you love us that'll help us reach 
more people. Um, like I stated yesterday, I am trying to get a virtual meet and greet together for those who are unable to make it. And also, we're planning another one in person in the next coming months. Super excited about that. Um, make sure if you did not sign up and you want to get in on Keisha's class, this weekend is the last chance you have to get in on the live class for the time being. So make sure you definitely take advantage of that. Any questions you have, feel free to reach out. Yeah, I don't have anything else. I'm about to go um, make sure my letters is getting done on my credit. So, you know, <laughs> go ahead and get sent out today before y'all take up all my baby time. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah. No, and I always... Go ahead. Nope, mine's is last. Go ahead, Henry. <laughs> I was gonna say, um, yeah, we are we are trying to uh, build that directory so Shaq um can um start impl- um you know giving yes. some of that freight to the minorities, you know, with the um Black Truckers Association. So you go to blacktruckersassociation.org, go ahead and fill out that form, be on the list. So as they're trying to give stuff to the minority owners, we are those people. Yes, and make sure you tap in. We will be um soon releasing the information for the next certification zoom that we're doing with michelle so make sure you look out for that also i'll be sending the powerpoint this weekend i'm calling desi as soon as i get off this clubhouse so we can get that together matter of fact <laughs> as soon as you get it just give it to me and i'll put it on the site Y'all yeah go to the, okay the trucking oh, well, with, Mich- with michelle's permission with michelle's oh, permission yep. we'll try to get it up there um because that was her powerpoint um but yeah i love y'all we'll see y'all on monday Please don't be calling me, threatening me for not being on five days a week. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we'll see y'all on Monday. If you need me, you know where to find me. I hope everybody has a great weekend.